0: Ladies and gentlemen, that's the sound we wait for all week long. Happy, happy Friday! It is six oh eight. Your time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers. Where the answer is always yes. Bang Bang it, bang it hard. As long as you're banging it rhythmically. Oh, that's important with good meter. Yeah, yeah. Just ride that symbol. Don't be off me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well. Close enough. So much for that. Yeah. At this hour of the morning, come on. Hey, don't forget to eat your pork sausage today. What? Because it's Ground Hog Day. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, compliments of uh, Dean Slocum, who I'm sure <laughs> stole that from someone else. But we'll give him. Oh, yeah. We'll give him kudos. That's good. Hanging out, uh, maybe tuning in from the Keys. Could be. And when we say that, we mean Keys, Stone. Stone. Yeah. Yeah. My, my neck of the woods. All right. So it is 6.09. Thank you for tuning in to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Morning, Greg. Good morning. Yeah. It's going to be uh, a nice day today. Going to be a yes. little cloudy. Tomorrow, warm up just a tad Ooh, with yeah. the sunshine shining bright. Gonna feel like spring. Make plans. Have fun. All right? Um, it's something to make plans about. It's not this weekend, but it is coming up. going to be here before you know it. It's the uh, first... No, it's not the first annual. It's the annual Sporting Clays event. They've been doing it for several years. Oh, yeah. Uh, it is Friday, February 16th at Bradford Sportsman's Farm. And this benefits the Ronald McDonald House, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, a place for parents to stay if their child is very ill. And it makes a huge... Difference uh, for the whole family, you know, including the patient. So it's good work, and uh, and this, my understanding is, this is a lot of fun. It's well organized. They've got two flights, one at nine and one at 1.30. So uh, you might want to check that out. All right, yeah, you can uh, Google uh, local Ronald McDonald House, and the information should be there. And that is coming up once again, Friday, February sixteenth, Bradford Sportsman's Farm. Having, fu- blowing up clay pigeons and having a good time and the sounds of freedom ringing through the air, my goodness. They're not very good to eat, Doesn't though. get much better than that. No. No. Don't eat the clay they're pigeons. They're a little dry. I think and, most people know that. Okay, just make sure. Maybe. You never know. Maybe if it's, it's your first time, don't, live eat, don't eat the clay pigeons. All right. I don't really have yet, I haven't decided what the top stories are, so I just have stories. Okay. They're all top stories. You know why? Because I'm telling them. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I think you're telling a story right now. It's possible. Yeah. Let me tell you a story. I don't mind to be. I don't mind being corrected. Uh huh. Okay, I'm lying. Okay. <laughs> Most people don't don't like to be corrected. No, it's part and, of our personality. And, and there's an art to correcting uh, yes. someone. And somebody did it uh, under the radar very nicely. Uh-huh. And it has to do with the term applied to the bad people in Yemen. Oh, I see where you're going. Which, once again, it could be Yemen, Yemen, whatever. <laughs> yeah. But the rebels that you hear about that starts with an H. Uh-huh. Now, I have been utilizing, and I've heard it said this way, not exclusively. That's part of the problem. Uh-huh. The Houthis, right. Houthi, Okay, there is a th in there, or whatever. Uh-huh. Does not mean you necessarily pronounce the th as we know because of all kinds of kooky foreign words? Yep. Not that our words aren't kooky. The English language is pretty odd, too, actually. But anyway, um, so apparently it should be hootie. Now, I heard that, but because of when I grew up and my influences, (laughs) if you say hootie, I Uh, say blowfish. Absolutely. You say hootie, I say blowfish. So then I can't focus on the actual story I'm doing. And generally, it's relating to death and destruction. So... Hootie made me happy. And then you're hearing songs in your head. Hoot, Hootie made me cry. Well, I cried for the dolphins, but that was different. That was different. But, yeah, Hootie. Yeah. And once again, I, I got and I can't take credit. The good Lord's always looking out for me. Uh-huh. I was right again. Hoothy. I'm not saying that's the correct pronunciation. Right. But exactly what I feared yes. happening oh, has no. happened. Oh, no. Yes. I knew there would be a news story involving Hootie, yeah. and then everyone would be even more confused. <laughs> and here it is. Okay. Darius Rucker, uh-huh. known to many of us as Hootie, yes. has been arrested in Tennessee, alleged drug charges. Yeah. Yeah. That's a bummer. So, I knew that was going to happen. Yeah. Not really. Sounds I knew good. that was going to happen. hmm Actually, apparently, his ex girlfriend kind of did. She said it's karma. Oh, really? For yeah. his, like his wild life in the past, or uh, what? I hey,
1: wonder. Yeah, who knows? Because he had some, you know, party days back in the day. But you think of him as a pretty. Straight shooting kind of guy, maybe, because I don't know
0: why. Well, and he's kind of made the switch over to um, more of a country music than kind of a pop rock. A lot of hits there. He's arrested minor drug charges in Williamson County, Tennessee. This just happened yesterday. Fully cooperating with authorities related to the misdemeanor uh, charges, according to his attorney. Uh, He's 57 years old. He was arrested on two counts of simple possession, casual exchange of a controlled substance. That's really... A charge, I guess. Casual, Casual exchange. exchange. Does
1: that mean, you bought something.
0: Uh, What's that mean? You, you handed it off to someone. Yeah. Okay. You gave him a fist bump and then you opened your palm and uh, there's some fell, goodies just in there, fell guys. right out there. Yeah. And one count of a, a violation of Tennessee's vehicle registration law. Oh, dude, if you're going to run around Tennessee with some weed, uh, etc. Make sure your tags and registration all are up to date.
1: Yeah, any come cop, on, man. Any cop listening knows, and I know the few years that I was a, a reserve deputy, man, I can't tell you how many big busts come out of a simple traffic thing. I mean, m- we had one where there was like uh, <laughs> Illinois Highway Patrol. You know how, how on a on a convertible, you got the, the back area that covers the convertible top when yeah. it's down? Uh-huh. They had taken the top out. It had hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars of laundered cash filling that whole area and it was all based
0: on a traffic stop.
1: All kinds really? of stuff like
0: that happened. Yeah. So the government immediately confiscated it. Whether or not it was attached to drug money at that point or not, they didn't mm-hmm. care. It was theirs. That's yeah. the government and their overreach. But um, anyway. But looks- yeah. the fact but so many times
1: you're right. People who make stupid mistakes uh, stupid decisions sometimes don't do the
0: simple thing like I don't know, renewing your tag I wonder why signal. I wonder why authorities decided not to identify the controlled substance. that's the that's the you know that's one of the little kind of odd right. things about the story and they and they're clear to say, you know it's misdemeanor right. and a and that he's cooperating and mm-hmm. all that. It almost makes you think like, well, did they even really need to arrest him?" Especially right. in this world where you can beat up on cops and you're out in minutes without having to post bail. That's a true story out of New York City. I shared it with you yesterday. There's a follow-up to that. We've got stories about the FBI uh, that you should be concerned about. Some warnings that uh, uh, Christopher Ray is putting out. We've got a ton of stuff to get to. Plane crash and Clearwater. Yep. It's all on the way. You're tuned to The Bob Rose Show, along with Greg Cassidy, live and local on 97.3 The Sky. Happen, happen Friday.
2: As you get closer to November, Dana Lash, it's going to become urgent for people in terms of the economy, because no matter how big of an issue you make, abortion, it always comes down to the economy. Now, 10 p.m. nights on 97.3 The Sky. (laughs)
0: Ladies and gentlemen, it is the Friday edition of the Bob Rose Show, along with Greg Cassidy. Yeah, baby. Another day in paradise. Enjoy. Embrace it. Be happy. Be thankful. And have an attitude of gratitude. That's how you start the day. That's going to go down the tube as soon as you get out on the road. And there's traffic buffoonery everywhere and people irritating you. But until then, which, by the way, just as a random side ADD note. Uh-huh. Squirrel. Is everybody stoned or drunk, is everybody a gummy mummy? That's what I, I just coined that phrase, a gummy mummy. I I am not kidding you. Traveling around and uh-huh. I I see it more in Gainesville than other places, but I do experience it pretty much everywhere. Oh, yeah. it's like people are I, people can't get any worse at the way they drive. Oh yeah, I thought. Oh I don't know. I thought that, and You're then bad. they continually. Yep. Get worse and worse. Uh, let me start with this one. Do you remember stop signs? Does anybody really ever stop at a stop sign? Does anybody really care? Thanks, Chicago. Yeah. Um, I mean, you're traveling down a county highway, speed limits, say, anywhere from 55 to 65. So they go like on 70. And people coming. Possibly. I said they, they, not you. Good, good, yeah, good. That was good. People coming off of side roads. Oh, uh, I know where you It's t- like, yes. yeah. wow, you have a unbelievable vision that you can see. Uh, well, maybe you don't have good vision, but they're not even <laughs> attempting to slow down at stop signs now. Uh uh-huh. You know, it used to be the California roll, and yeah. they all did it. Tap and go kind of, yeah. 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 But now, it's like, do you even apply the brakes? I mean, and, and then, they, oh. but then they still do the same old, Yet yeah, once I got in front of you, pal, I'm, I am in no hurry. I knew where that was going to go. Because you're like, come on, if you're
1: going to basically threaten both of our lives here by pulling out in front of me,
0: at least move once you get there. But, yes. but the same people that have no problem... Cutting you off yep. and making you basically, you know, ride the brakes. Yep. Are the same ones that say the speed limit. You're going through a little town, and the speed limit's 35. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that see you trying to get out. You are at the, you know, stop right. sign, and oh, if you pull out there where it's designed at 35 to allow traffic to have yes. inflow. Because you're only going 35. In other words, you're not. Nobody's getting anywhere, not through town, right? But you pull out in front of them. Oh, you just upset their world. Mm-hmm. It, it's it is amazing, amazing. All right. So okay, thanks. Can, for, can, can I say. add on to one of that? All yeah, only because I just saw this morning on the, I think and could you talk about
1: Gainesville? I'm you know doing the uh, the interwebs there. Gainesville word of mouth. The way that people don't know how to use a turn signal, even when they use one, they slam all their brakes when they get where they want to turn and then turn on the turn signal. It's supposed Ooh. to be like what? An, an, fricker, correct me if know. I'm wrong. It's like 75 feet, whatever, 7,500 feet, feet, whatever, like that. before you get to where you're supposed to turn. No, they wait to do it while they're turning the steering wheel. And that's a pet peeve, too. Okay, there you go.
0: Oh, well, if we're talking about turn signals, let's say you're making a right-hand turn at the light. Yes. Okay, and and the light is green. Uh Uh-huh. But it's green for both sides. Correct. But you're in the right lane. You have the right-of-way. You could go straight if you wanted to. Absolutely. But you're in the far right lane. You've got your turn signal on. You're committed to turning Uh right. Well the driver across from you, who's in the left-hand turn lane for them. Yep. There's some new bizarre thing that some people think it's perfectly okay for them to go ahead and cut you you off or start to edge right in on you. Yep. Uh, when when did that start? Because I'm like idiot. Do you know I have the right of way? What if I was going straight? What if I changed my mind? I still uh-huh. am in that roadway. Yeah. I have the right of way. Absolutely. But th- they think like, oh, it's uh, I can go because it's clear. It's not clear. No, just you I'm got, here. You've just got some space
1: in front of you. It doesn't give you the whole right to the intersection. Breathe. Okay. Breathe deep. We could do this till ten o'clock. The gathering gloom. People are so stupid. Watch
0: lights fade from every room. Ooh, that was that was nice. The Moody Blues. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Knights in White Satin. Uh, the beginning. Oh. it's called the actually that poem's called The The Lament. Yes. Great it's a project. classic. It is. Yeah. See how well read I am? Yeah. Without it's... ever attending a university. You listen to rock songs very clearly and concisely. And I also read a book or two. Thank goodness for reading. I was that. Yeah, he looked at the picture. I was that smart-aleck kid that always raised his hand when the teacher wanted somebody to read. So, much Something's as some changed. people go, oh, <laughs> show off, kiss uh-huh. butt. Yeah. I saved a lot of kids' butts. Did you really want to be embarrassed? Uh-huh. No. And turned it into a career. Thank you very much. Wow, that's it. I had so much more to say, Greg. I guess that, people are going to have to on, stick around. On
1: that topic or another one? Whatever I want. Okay. If it's another one, why don't you tell them
0: what you're going to talk about? Okay. Very serious subject. Mm-hmm. Uh, shooting uh, by a young man and his parents are on trial for it. This was Oxford, Michigan. It is it, it is interesting punishing the parents. Will that help to change some behavior? We'll talk about that. So much more coming up on the Friday edition of the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here, and you're tuned to 97.3 The Sky.
2: Here's what's trending now. On the sky. U.S. troops killed by Iranian proxy forces in Jordan. We will take all necessary actions to defend the U.S. and our troops. The news that's trending. They end every statement of we're going to defend ourselves. What Iran hears, let's see what we can get away with next time. The news that's now. We open the border. The president has more than enough tools at his disposal to stop it. We're doing what we can. Now, more news. Updates every half hour. Breaking news at once. The dawn of a new era. Even more of what you asked for from your talk radio station. It's Glenn Beck. The Clay and Buck Sexton Show. New shows and more news. Now on North Central Florida's talk leader, 97.3. The
0: Sky. Happy Friday and good morning. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show along with Greg Cassidy. I hope you have an awesome day. In fact, I hope you have an awesome weekend. Just a quick tip for you. Uh, you can get the Bob Rose Show on your Alexa. Get into habit every morning and catch up on the latest news. When you get up, just tell your smart speaker play 97.3, the sky. It's that easy. Warnings coming from the FBI director. Small plane crash in Clearwater in a mobile home park. Multiple fatalities there. And so much to talk about relating to the border. It's all coming up. But first... Ethan Crumbly's mom took the stand Thursday. Crumbly, ring a bell? That's the kid who was 15 at the time that shot and killed uh, four of his classmates at Oxford High School, November 30th, 2021. His mother and his father charged uh, in in the case. Um, they were uh, they were charged with involuntary manslaughter. And one of the issues is, um, did he ever make it known, and to what extent, about his own feelings, his mental illness? Now, we have journals that clearly show that he was crying out for help, and even claiming that his parents wouldn't take him to see anybody. They, of course, don't. Well, she doesn't anyway. Uh, agree with that per se and um, they showed some of the you know the video during the trial which i guess is just well you can imagine not uh, not easy to look at but uh, on trial four counts of involuntary manslaughter this is important because it's the first time a parent has been charged in connection with their child's school shooting and i i'm kind of guessing some of this but she's saying on the stand as a parent you spend your whole life trying to protect your child from other dangers you never would think you have to protect your child from harming somebody else that's what blew my mind this was the hardest uh thing i had to stomach is that my child harmed and killed others um yeah she thought she had made an environment for her son to come talk to her about his mental health problems. I trusted him and felt like I had an open door and that he could come to me about anything. The mother also said she didn't believe her son needed a psychiatrist as he only had anxiety before a test, and she testified that he never asked to see a mental health professional. Well, remember, she's on trial. She's on trial. She's got an attorney. They know the lay of the land. But in fact, there's a lot of evidence that <clears throat> questions what she's saying. Yeah. First of all, the backpack uh, that they you know found him with had more than ninety, nine zero ninety sheets of paper featuring images of firearms. Then they talked about his journal, Ethan's journal, was written back to front. Not a page here, page out. Back to front. It was full, mm-hmm. and it referenced a shooting on every single page. Wow. Here's a quote. I have zero help for my mental problems, and it's causing me to shoot up the blanking school. I'm about to shoot up the school and spend the rest of my life in prison. Then there was another passage. Um, he was 15 at the time. He's 17 now. He said, first off... I got my gun. It's SP-2022 6-hour 9-millimeter. Second, the shooting is tomorrow. I have access to the gun and the ammo. I am fully committed to this now. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to prison for life, and many people uh, have about one day left to live. Mm. It also included a drawing of a gun to a woman's head and ammunition types. Wow. Wow. I mean, the parents have been called to the school
1: that morning to deal with him and have a discussion and nobody did anything nobody thought you know maybe he's having a bad day maybe we should talk to him a little more maybe we should look at his backpack i don't know
0: nothing happened nothing Well, maybe part of this is sort of a stigma. Oh, no, my kid's fine. You just don't know my kid. Or, or yeah, yeah, he gets a little, you know, mildly depressed or anxious sometimes, but my kid doesn't need to see a doctor, psychiatrist, a counselor, or whatever. Mm I mean, you could understand that maybe at first blush, but, no, the kid's been hurting for a while. Yeah. And I think there was you know, a disconnect there where the parents weren't really paying attention to them. Mm-hmm. There, there's, you know, a lot of details related to the case, but like I said, this is the first time the parents have been charged in connection right. with a shooting. Now, will this have any effect moving forward where parents might be a little bit more proactive to have a, a child that seems uh, troubled? To have them see somebody, mm-hmm. you know. Again, we all have got to work to remove the stigma of mental health issues. You know, yet nobody wants to brag. Yeah, my kids, uh, yeah, seen a, you know, a doctor for his right. mental health issues. Uh, you know one could understand that but that's not good enough anymore and he's got guns
1: around his room but no problem and we've taken a look to see what he talks about or writes about or we've gone through his things at home we, we've gone through his room when he's at a friend's house or something or at school maybe a little investigative work on a parent's part could have saved a lot of lives
0: well do, i mean do you really believe that he never asked them for help because he specifically said he did ask them for help right I mean, would he write that and it not be true? Mhm. I mean, it's possible. But is she going to admit it? Yeah, he came to us all the time and said he needed help, but psh. seems like he was pretty blunt kid. Somebody we told right. him to we told yeah. him to suck it up. Yeah. So yeah. the mom's trial was this week, dad's is going to be separate. So Yeah, she's already kind of uh Driven the bus over him to some extent. Yeah, a little when, bit. When asked about the gun and all that, oh yeah. uh, well, that that's kind of his area. That was kind of his thing. I kind of left that to him, meaning the husband. Uh-huh. So, hmm, interesting. I like that. Uh, Nikki's not going anywhere anytime soon. Allegedly, that's one of the stories we'll get mm-hmm. to. Six forty-five right now on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Happy, happy weekend. It is Friday, and it's. Groundhog Day, 97.3 The Sky. Mark Levin. The problem is, Joe Biden is old, old.
2: His history and experience are loathsome. Even when he had a mind, they were loathsome. Six weeknights on 97.3 The Sky.
0: Good morning and welcome. Happy Friday. You're tuned to The Pop Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here as well. And... Uh, It is a special occasion, so I want to make sure people don't forget to eat pork sausage today, Mm -hmm. because it is Ground Hog Day. (laughs) Uh Don't worry, I'll reuse it over and over again, and as stupid (laughs) as you think it is, you'll do the same thing. That's what people do, they go, oh, and they go, ah, yeah, yeah. and they end up telling it to a co-worker. I mean, that's kind of what you're doing, right? Pretty much. Yeah. Yes. Thanks to your friend, Dean, for uh, giving us a shout-out on that. So, Matt, what do you do when you just sign a big multi-million dollar contract? You've already got millions of dollars in the bank. You get yeah. a move to a new town. Okay. You go. You look for the uh, local RV park and hang out there. Excuse me? Yeah. Jim Harbaugh, former coach of the national champion Michigan Wolverines, right. taking a job with the Los Angeles Chargers, okay, and uh, um, they're telling people, hey, if you're uh, you know an RV or in Southern California, keep an eye out for Jimmy Harbaugh because uh, he might be staying in your trailer park. Really? Yeah. Okay. The Chargers' new head coach revealed to reporters during his introductory press conference that he was looking forward to driving his RV down to the Golden State and camping out. Uh, for a few months before moving into a house hmm. yeah he says i want to drive my rv out and go to a trailer park you know down by the water by disneyland nice yeah hmm. and uh said that uh you know i've researched a couple of uh facilities and then he said i want to jim rockford it for the next couple of That's months until hilarious. we move area yeah you like that i like that you like the uh reference what a great I show th- i thought you would yeah but does he own, what was it, a Pontiac Firebird? Uh-huh. Yep. But does Jimmy Harbaugh have a classic Firebird? He should get one. He should. He can afford one. That's true. Yeah, he's making millions of dollars a year. Yeah, but uh, anyway, he got his wife to buy in, too, Sarah. Nice. Yeah. Says, yeah. Uh, she's going to hang out there at the park, too. I, I don't know if they're playing pickleball or not, but... Uh, enjoy. The Chargers have made just one Super Bowl appearance in the franchise history. That was 1995. So, apparently, uh, he's got his work cut out for him. They're coming off a 5-12 and 12 season. And I know there was hope that they were going to do better than that this year. Hence, the coaching change. So, we'll see how Jimmy Harbaugh does. His brother John's been having a pretty good run in the... Uh, in the NFL, and uh, just about got to the big game. Just one, sh- just one short of the big game. Which is what next Sunday? Yeah, Super Bowl coming up. You got plans? Party? Get together? It's fun. And look, if you're not a big fan, they know it. They know. They know. Sometimes the most entertaining parts for some people are going to be the commercials. I think through the years they're not quite as creative as they've been but it is what it is we'll tune in for for that a small plane crash clear water uh, probably couldn't happen at a worse place when you're looking at density of population and buildings that can't not that buildings were really designed to stand up to crashing planes you know buildings that we live in anyway uh, yeah, it, it was a mobile home park. Bayside Waters yeah, in sad. Clearwater. Happened about 7 o'clock yesterday evening, and they're not giving an exact count, but they said several people are dead. And uh, FAA uh, confirmed to uh, Fox 13 in Tampa Bay that a Beechcraft Bonanza, and uh, I have flown in that before if it is the model that I believe it to be, uh, that is a you know twin-engine prop plane. Mm-hmm. Uh, It's called a V-35, and it crashed into uh, Bayside Waters Mobile Home Park. It used to be known as Japanese Gardens. It's interesting. That rings a bell to me. I used to live in the Tampa Bay area, by the way. Uh, U.S. 19, south of the Clearwater Mall. So, I mean, talk about something that you don't expect in your quiet quiet little piece of paradise that you have and uh and a plane comes crashing in. And, and you know you know they're, they're trained to try to avoid populations if you can um maybe it was just unavoidable but they'll they'll be looking into it as usual they'll investigate and we'll find out hopefully what the uh what the cause was and um, just, you know, hearts and prayers go out yeah, to absolutely. family of lost people. No word on, you know, other people that were injured severely mm-hmm. or anything. So uh, we'll wait for more. By the
1: way, just got a phone call from Sky Listener. Uh, smartly uh, did not leave his name, but uh, he wanted to thank you for passing along Dean's line about uh, Groundhog Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, this gentleman works in the meat department. And ah. He says, I'm going to be using that all day long. So yes. there you go. So see, what you wanted to happen, happened. It's, it's being passed along. I like it. Will it will be used and abused throughout the day. And there you go.
0: Bad dad humor. Hilarity shall ensue. Or not. <laughs> Rolling of eyes. And, that, and, and look, it is a Groundhog joke. So you yes. have full permission to do it Absolutely. over and over again. Just like Groundhog Day. Well, just like the movie. That's how that works. Every day. Yeah. Every day are, is Bill Murray's Groundhog what Day. wonder how
1: many people will actually think, you know, it's Friday. Maybe we'll stay home tonight, order a pizza, and watch Groundhog Day.
0: Oh. You know? That's a thought. If everybody tries to get it, like, on Netflix at the same time. It could blow the whole operation oh, up. Oh, don't get me Maybe we shouldn't them. tell people to do that. Whatever happens to, hey, passwords, we don't care, everybody
1: watch it. Now it's like... Oh, uh, your secondary location can only have two devices.
0: And every channel, like, uh, you go to there, like, oh, yeah, uh, verify, password, and all that. I'm like, are you I can't only... even remember yes. the one for work. I know. And now I have to remember one for every paid yeah. channel? No. Uh, aggravation. Yes, I know. Or as we call it now, technology. Say it with a smile on your face, everybody. Happy Friday. More to come. Trump. We're going to make this
2: country so successful again. I'm not going to have time for retribution. Haley.
3: I'm not going to pull out because somebody
2: wants to be coordinated. Sleepy Joe. I'm proud you have my back. Let me just say I'm honored. Have your back. The sky is the station for election 2024. The most unbelievable election cycles. The latest breaking news. It is time for us to unite. This is a critical moment. Clean up a broken border. Scare the hell out of the terrorists. Your 2024 election headquarters. News Talk 97.3. The Sky. When you need to know. lead to a military conflict. The economy. And inflation. You need the sky. Public corruption. Who's the big guy, Mr. Biden? Securing our border first. Everywhere. Right there on your phone. The, audience, yeah. the news updates. News Talk 97.3. This-
0: Ladies and gentlemen, the sound of the weekend, it's here. Happy, happy Friday, 8706. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show along with Greg Cassidy. Your time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers where the is always yes. I, don't want to work.
4: I want to bang on the drum all day. I don't want to
0: play. I just want to bang on the drum all day. Just a banging and a clanging,
1: as I like to say. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, what to boss. Oh, He's up. I'm just saying hello to him. Oh, he is? Yeah, he's up. Okay. That, is it... that was kind of a warning for you, too, that the boss is up. No. But I was trying to be subtle.
0: Was he I told subtle? me in a recent meeting to yeah. be bold, to be brave. Yeah, he did say that. And, and, and I, I my horoscope that. said virtually the same thing, which is very odd. It is odd. So I'll be bold and brave. Mm. Um, well, uh, yeah, I am the opposite of uh, Joe Biden. Yeah. Wow. I like how Benjamin Weingarten from the New York Post uh, put this together. It's an opinion piece, but we'll stick with a lot of the factual stuff. Okay. Basically, and you know I'm the master of paraphrasing and editing, uh-huh. don't buy the hype. When Biden says he's going to respond to these attacks and he's going to get tough and all of this, don't buy into it. It's not going to happen. So you don't have to have fear of it escalating to a real all-out war with Tehran, Mm -hmm. according to this piece. And it does make a lot of sense. Look, we know that through the Obama-Biden administration, you know, policies before Joe Biden was president, as he was the vice president during this time, uh, the president has subordinated nearly all else to making uh, the Iranians strong. Somehow, he has the perverse idea that a strong Iran would produce order and peace Hmm. instead of instability and war. Now, uh, I think we're kind of giving him more credit than he deserves. He doesn't think that much. But that's the thing. So what, what is behind it? Anyway, he says, Biden has sought since day one to appease and empower the Islamic revolutionary regime and its proxies fueling and incentivizing ever-greater aggression. And here's the facts to back that statement up. His administration has refused to enforce sanctions on Iranian oil sales. The result? Tens of billions of dollars uh, flowing into the regime's coffers. uh, Provided billions more in sanctions relief, including the notorious $6 billion ransom payment made for the September hostage exchange. Uh, also, Biden rescinded the Trump-imposed United Nations snapback sanctions on its nuclear and weapons programs and let embargoes on Iranian missiles and long-range drones lapse. Now, all this was going on at the same time, uh, Iran's proxy attacks numbered close to 80. Wow. This is before October 7th, right. folks. hmm 80 attacks. Oh, and by the way, something that is not talked about often is the bounties that apparently are on the heads of Trump administration officials like Trump and uh, and the former uh, Secretary of State, Mike Pompeo. I forgot about those, yeah. Yeah. Uh, these efforts were critical to a desperate attempt to reprise the iran nuclear deal from which trump had withdrawn smartly under which president barack obama had financially bailed out the mullahs <sighs> yeah yeah and you know that and to it, it, that helped to kind of legitimize their nuclear program when i don't think there's anybody in the entire planet on the entire planet that uh, thinks that they're trying to work their nuclear program for a nuclear bomb, I mean that's what they're trying to do. Does anybody doubt that? And and then the secondary thing would be, based on statements they've made, is there any doubt in anybody's mind whether or not they would use such a weapon? You mean that whole death to America, death to Israel? Actually, kind of thing? actually, let me classify that or categorize yeah. All that. Right. They are continuing to attempt to develop a nuclear weapon. At some point, they will. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. Uh But when a nuclear device does go off and cause a great deal of death and damage and radioactivity, they probably will be disconnected from it. In other words, Hmm. if you're paying all these proxies Uh to do all this bad stuff for you, what makes you think they would do anything... Uh, like launching of said weapon, right. when we can clearly trace that, mm-hmm. uh, they'll try to do it in a way that their fingerprints won't be on it. And we'll all know, but under, say, a Biden administration or a similar administration, would they actually, what would they do about it when, when they have actually helped to put them on this glide path to developing a bomb? Wow. So you've got them advancing their nuclear program, They're getting close to weapons-grade enriched uranium, and it's also becoming, uh, well, I don't know how much this is completely backed up, but there's an allegation that's pretty solid that the Biden administration made a kind of a shadow deal last year to basically bribe the mullahs into pausing the program. Hmm. Sorry. Well, apparently that wasn't very effective or it wasn't very effective in terms of Iran using their proxies because they intensified their jihadist activities. Team Biden restored hundreds of millions of dollars in purported aid to the Palestinian Authority and the United Nations Relief and Works Agency. That that was in the news recently, right? Whether it's 12 or 13 of these people have they have concrete evidence of their direct ties they're supposed to be UN relief workers, teachers etc right but they have direct ties to Hamas and a couple of them at least were involved in the kidnapping. My understanding is the whole organization is corrupt and oh, yeah. and basically they're Hamas's uh, you know pocketbook
4: mm-hmm.
0: all right so you've got all of that despite Tehran's extensive involvement uh, in the attack like October 7th, Um, The Biden administration has actually strained to de-link the regime from its proxy. Biden had de-designated Iran's Yemen proxy, the Houthis, a terrorist organization. Right. Now, the Trump administration, right toward the end there, they categorized them as a terrorist organization. Biden came in and changed it. The Houthis. The ones that have turned the Red Sea into almost a no-go zone, that we're spending time, money, and resources trying to protect from mm-hmm. these people that are not terrorists. Oh, oh! by the way, finally the Biden administration, the White House, had to cave in, and, and now they have a partial redesignation. We talked about that. It's a lesser there's, there's, degree. Yes, yeah. mm-hmm. lesser degrees. Um, wow. Yeah. So it it goes on from there, but it basically, if you think... That all of a sudden Biden's going to do a 180 and take a really strong stand against Iran or attack them directly. Uh, that's not going to happen, and that and that might be a good thing. It might not, but yeah, it leads you to believe it's not going to happen. And if it is a good thing, one of the good things would be: Do you really want to escalate war? with Biden being the Commander-in-Chief. But since they
1: know he's not going to do anything directly, does that open the door and encourage them to continue using their proxy war and do what they
0: want to do anyway? Absolutely. Weakness empowers your enemies. 7.15 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Happy, happy Friday. Call in, air it out, get it off your chest. We call it What's Bugging You? And it's brought to you by Florida Pest Control. And it's coming up next. So call in now 877 975 9825. What's Bugging You? Next on 97.3 The Sky.
2: What's bugging you? Why are people so stupid? Call now, 877 Sky talk They don't have common sense. There's people my age and older that don't understand freedom. Brought to you by Florida Pest Control,
0: 97.3,
2: the sky.
0: That's right. Time to call in, air it out, get it off your chest. What's bugging you? Brought to you by Florida Pest Control, 877-975-9825. Good morning, Nostradamus. What's bugging you? Hey, happy Friday, Bob. Thanks for taking my
3: call. What's bugging me is, the, I want to ask you a question first. Did you know that we had a base in Jordan before
0: this? I knew that we did. I thought with this new regime we might not still have it because we're not on great terms. Uh,
3: okay, well, what, what, do you, did you know that we probably have a basis in every country in the Middle East and Africa? Because this, we do. And 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 everywhere over there, and this thing's going to keep escalating. And the proxy president, you know, he's just a mess. He's not running anything. We know who is behind the scenes. We know who's running it. But we're going to keep escalating this thing, and it's not going to get any better. And it's a religious war we're getting involved in. Everybody knows it. You can't deny it. And it's going to spread. And how many people? How many of our troops are going to come home? Messed up from these bombings and everything, and fighting for what? It's a mess. And North Korea they are they are practicing right now for war with their nuclear weapons. They're planning on. Yeah, a war. I mean,
0: we could go through the whole list of threats. And by the way, let, let me correct myself. I—I I was referring to Turkey, by the way, who used to be good, you know, allies of ours and not. That's always a iffy one, isn't it? But yes, yeah. we do have uh, a lot of presence in and around the Middle East. No, no doubt about it. Let's go to Pete. What's bugging you?
5: Since it's Friday, we'll take a break from death and destruction. And I got a traffic complaint. You were talking about traffic before. You're at a stoplight. There are two left-hand turn lanes. You're in the you're in the left turn lane of the two. You know,
4: mm-hmm.
5: and the light turns green. You start moving forward, and you realize that the car in the in the other in the other lane, that's stationary, you know, that's, that you're you're supposed to be turning in front of, has creeped across the white line.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: About half the car is over the white line, blocking blocking the turn lane you're in. Mm-hmm. You Have to either creep over and and endanger the vehicle next to you. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you don't want to get the car that's right in front of you that's in the wrong place. Or you can slow down and then what do you get? Rear-ended. It's very dangerous. Thank you, Bob.
0: Yeah, I just wish that people just took the whole thing on a more serious level mm-hmm. and were more um, not-so-self-consumed, that, yeah. you know, look out for the, the other person, do the right thing, let exactly. people in in traffic, et cetera. Yep. yep. Justin, what's bugging you?
5: Good morning, fellas. Yeah, people become really spaced-out zombies. I mean, they're not even focused on what's in front of them. What's bugging me is the fact that... Um, a lot of these news channels, they can get up there and say that uh, President Trump and anybody who supports him uh, is a terrorist or is going to dismantle democracy when even the dumbest ape could see that this place is being dismantled and that Obama's a Muslim Trojan horse and, and Beijing, Biden, they've, just, they've sold us out. And we, just, we need to get rid of them. Every day it's going to bug me until it's gone. Thanks, guys.
0: Drain the swamp. Let's go to Peasant with a Pitchfork. What's bugging you?
5: Yeah, good morning, Bob.
3: What's bugging me is I happened to catch the end of the PBS NewsHour last night. Laura Barone Lopez was on with some guests, and they actually had about a 10-minute segment trashing Mike Johnson, our our new House speaker, Mm -hmm. and saying that he is a white Christian nationalist. And they also said that all Trump supporters and MAGA people are white Christian nationalists and all evangelicals are white. Nationalists and they conflating it with white. Suprem- they were trying to make the inference was that they're all white supremacists uh. and anybody who supports Mike Johnson, Mike Johnson himself, and everybody else is. They were basically inferring that we're all white supremacists.
0: Yeah, uh, no, it, no, they've no. been you know they've been nibbling around the edges of that or some dive straight in. But it's interesting because PBS is supposed to have a documentary about the January sixth thing, referring to it as propaganda and and that 's interesting take for them um so we'll get we'll get back to that in a little while, but first mark what 's bugging you
6: hey good morning bob and greg i, I think pete 's left turn lane drifter was looking at his phone, but what 's bugging me and Maybe there's a reason behind this. It's this ridiculous tendency of presidents to hold press conferences by fully revved up helicopters. Hmm. I mean, it's it's really dumb. I don't know why it occurs, and it just makes it doubly difficult to understand what Biden is babbling about. Thanks, guys.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, it is kind of interesting, isn't it? Like, you couldn't be another hundred, and, hundred yards away from that? where it would be a little quieter, yeah. Uh, And Trump would do the same thing before. Let's go to Trevor. What's bugging you? Uh,
3: Two things. First thing is, what happened to beautiful Michigan? It's a disaster. Second thing, Fox News. They blurred out the middle finger of those heathens who attacked the police, and it's going to come to our city soon, and it's dangerous.
0: Yeah, talking. I, I think uh, you're talking about the ones that uh, were beating up on the cops in New York yep. City. Yeah, we've got uh, an update on that one as well. And, yeah, I just uh, met with an old buddy from Michigan recently. And so one of the things they're facing in his area is uh, affluent homes are under attack by, uh, they believe it's uh, like Chilean uh, really? type gangs that have wow. come in. And they're very smart. They, they follow some people like to work and then they know that they're at work. And they go in the second floor because it's less likely to have, um, you know, security cameras, et cetera. Right. They avoid dogs. Oh, my goodness. The things they steal are things that are much more difficult to track or trace. Well thought out. And he wow. said it's already cost, uh, you know, the folks just in, really in his area, millions. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, what you do? What do you do? Yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah. Happy Friday is what we're going to do. We're going to try to focus on the good when we can. It is 728. You're tuned to The Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. And you can always follow the sky by going to the sky973.com slash follow or download the Odyssey app. And you won't miss a minute of what we do. Good morning. Election year. We're
2: all suffering a lot of political fatigue. Your voice matters. In my opinion, the political tribalism that's around today? That's broken up so many families, you know, and it's the same. It really is. News Talk 97.3, The Sky.
0: There's some follow up on those Kansas City Chiefs fans that were found frozen in one of their buddies' backyards. Really? Yeah, so I'll I'll fill you in on that. It's coming up, by the way, it is 7.35. You're tuned to The Bob Rose Show, along with Greg Cassidy, of course. And your time check is brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. And quick reminder, don't forget to eat pork sausage today, because it's Groundhog Day. Thank you very much. Uh, I will repeat that joke over and over again, because it's Groundhog Day. That's how that works. You get that? Yep. I said, you get that? Mm Mm-hmm. All right. First, though, i got to tell you this. I know you don't want to talk about it. Oh, no. Here we go. You thought I was going to talk about Nikki Haley, didn't you? You you thought I was going to talk about Biden or Trump, didn't you? Possibly You did. Yes. No, I've been talking about about something else we don't really want to talk about. What's that? Hurricane season. What? We're in the middle of winter. What are you talking about? I'm like, come on. Really? Really? Come on. I'll give you the quick of it. Uh, They're going to adjust. The National Hurricane Center is going to adjust- it's cone of uncertainty. Oh, okay. we're going to make sure the the <laughs> cone is more certain, slightly. Wow. No, Adjust
1: your cone. All right, come on.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cone head. Which he said. Yeah. Anyway, can you tell it's Friday? Yeah. What they want to do is they they think that people kind of misunderstand what that whole cone means they said current cone models cause public confusion about the projected path of a storm or hurricane with the most common misconception that areas outside the cone are safe from its effects Mm -hmm. inland tropical weather watches and warnings will be included in all graphics now in time for the tick tock tick tock june 1st start of the season an improved cone will enter service around august uh 15 just before the peak i think it's a really good idea because think about it people who
1: don't really understand they see the map they see the little path oh well i'm not in that i must be fine no i i know i i know and
4: then
1: okay people like to find lions and they think if they're outside the line no big deal It
0: doesn't work that way. Yeah, and a lot of it is based on laziness and stubbornness. Yes. If we're being honest. Yes. These are the same people who still haven't bought
1: a a generator.
0: Exactly. And then cry when their power's out for more Uh, than 45 minutes. Pretty much. Illegal drugs were reportedly found in toxicology reports from the three Kansas City Chiefs fans who were found frozen to death outside of a friend's home last month up An incredibly bizarre story, especially considering the timeline. One guy's living inside his house like normal, not realizing that... uh, And and it's not like he woke up in the morning and found him. There was even more time that had passed. So family members of David Harrington, Clayton McGinney, and uh, Ricky Johnson have been anxiously awaiting the results of the report uh, and hoping that it would offer some clues to what happened uh, to these three uh, three men uh, that were uh, discovered outside of jordan Willis's Kansas City rental home January 9th. Drug use has been speculated as a contributing factor to their deaths. Willis, the guy who was the homeowner, well, home renter, I'm right. sorry, yeah. his residence, checked himself into rehab for substance abuse after, you know, this... After his friends were found dead. Okay. Um, so the three went to his home, Willis's home, to watch Kansas City Chief final uh, regular season game. Their bodies were found two days later. Hmm. When one of the men, McGeaney, who was 36 years old, uh, had a worried fiance. And she actually broke into Willis's property and saw one of them frozen in the yard. Mm. I mean, you could. How. Who would who would have that, like, who would be suspect of that? Yeah. It'd be more like, oh, they went on a bad bender, you know what I mean? There's probably, uh, yeah, maybe there's drugs, or she was worried maybe there's, uh, you know, women there or something. Right. Or just plain, just straight up just worried and wondering, why, why wouldn't I have heard from him by now? Um, cocaine and other illegal drugs were reportedly found in toxicology reports. And uh, so there'll be, I'm sure, more follow up on that. And some are saying that for this guy Willis to go to rehab may be part of a possible defense if it if it comes hmm. to that. Uh, I don't know, but it, interesting it is just a bizarre story I mean we all kind of thought okay they had the party you know watching
1: the tube they've been drinking way too much guys guy hey I'm going I'm gonna crash okay you guys out of here they leave they go to the backyard they're hanging out talking
0: but all three of them freeze to death that's weird right they weren't they weren't trying to uh, you know scale you know the uh, Himalayan mountain. mountain no
1: and he's you know he, he, he's crashed on his couch okay I get that. And maybe he doesn't look at his backyard the next
0: morning. or Doesn't whatever. notice any vehicles yeah. out front or anything. No, but maybe some. I don't know. We, is, we don't it know. It is odd. It is really. Odd. And then now there's other drugs involved. So were were people doing this? Um, <sighs> yeah, you know, with knowledge, forethought, and their permission, or were they drugged? I guess will be I one of the big know. questions. Just a, it's just a weird one. Let's go to Davis Gainesville Chevrolet Skylines. It's Donnie. You're on the air. Good
5: morning, Bob the uh, hurricane tone that's going to be expanded so more people can be warned, I think that's a big one for the media. They get to terrify more people. But if you remember back when Trump was president, wasn't there an incident where Trump drew on a map and expanded where this storm might go? And everybody had a conniption fit over that. And also, fun fact, one of the documents that he took was that map, he's being charged for taking that map with him. Isn't
1: that funny? Wow. wow. The one he drew. That's crazy. But th- this is crazy. with the, Well, with the world. Trump
0: yeah. derangement syndrome yeah, can take several different forms, yes, but usually yes. <laughs> always comes back to the their over-the-top hatred yeah. for this guy. Yep. It's yeah. amazing. Alright, some of the other headlines I want to get to as well. FBI's uh, uh, Christopher Ray. Uh, puts out a warning about China and Chinese hackers. I touched on that a little bit yesterday, and uh, we can get a little bit uh, further into it. Here's the story I have. Department of Justice and FBI Wednesday announced they were able to disrupt a massive Chinese cyber espionage campaign called Volt Typhoon Hmm. that penetrated critical American infrastructure systems. Volt Typhoon was detected and made public by Microsoft's cybersecurity team uh, in May. Microsoft described the perpetrators as state-sponsored hackers from China who were developing capabilities that could disrupt critical communications infrastructure between the United States and Asia region hmm. during a possible future crisis of some sort. Um, Maybe Taiwan under siege. Mm, okay. Microsoft's conclusion, uh, conclusions were backed up by intelligence agencies um, of the Five Eyes alliance. That's uh, to be U.S., U.K., Canada, Australia, and New Zealand. China denied the allegations and accused the Five Eyes nations of pushing. Disinformation. Of course. Yeah, it's like we got our own TikTok. Yeah. How do you like them apples? Oh, see what I did there? Mm-hmm. How do you like them apples? Yeah. You a- get it? Ap- yeah. You get it? I do. Yeah. You get it? I, I'm picking up. Did you, you know put- it's Groundhog Day? Uh,
1: which means we'll hear it again. hmm Could be.
0: <laughs> it's possible. Mm-hmm. No, this is a very, very serious Issue and in the way in which Christopher Ray delivered some of this information uh, yesterday, I believe it was. Um, it is it is frightening. It does make you think because apparently there they were trying to attack other things in our infrastructure. Well, like water. Now, yeah, uh, attacking it in such a way that oh, all of a sudden you turn on the faucet and you don't have any water. Well, maybe. Or maybe could disrupt the way the water's treated, perhaps. Ooh. That's yeah. A scary thought. Look, so many things are linked in the cyber world and all of that. Yep. And less and less people, manpower, to kind of act as a backstop or double check things. Remember that? The old, you better double check that. Remember that? I oh, didn't even get an extra sticker there, and then that went away. Yeah. So. We'll touch on that some more and dig into some of the finer points, if you will. Tragic death of a three-year-old in South Carolina at the hands of somebody who was not a citizen. Shocker there. Oh, no. Yeah. It is 745. It is Friday, and you are listening to 97.3 The Sky. Hang in there, my friends. It'll get better. Maybe. Maybe.
2: John Hannity. Republicans better get their act together. I don't see any work on legal ballot harvesting. Weekdays, 3 p.m. By the time November comes along, they better be able to match in states the way the Democrats have been using those methods. On 97.3 The Sky.
0: Our listeners are everywhere. 7.50 on The Bob Rose Show. 10 minutes till 8 o'clock. Happy, happy Friday, and happy Groundhog Day, and every day, there's traffic stuff we need to talk
1: about, Greg. Yeah, and this one, actually, it's uh, north, this is going to be Gainesville, north of 441. Uh, After you have crossed uh, the tracks in that area there by the uh, FHP, uh, looks like that as you cross 441, looks like a boom truck there, near the, uh, probably near Amazon, right there, you can't miss it, you see all Mm -hmm. the trucks, looks like it's maybe in the ditch. Looks like the boom went boom and leaned a little too far. And
0: apparently it's impacting traffic because our friend Gary that sent me that note uh, and a picture said he's still sitting there. Yeah, we're showing uh, some sitting traffic both north
1: and south at that site. So, yeah. All
0: right. Some of your top stories. Uh, Apparently, we've got several fatalities when that small plane crashed into a mobile home park uh, in Clearwater. And, pfft. what a mess it has made. I made an error earlier. I referred to it as a twin engine. Um, it's a Beechcraft aircraft, and I got that confused with the Baron, which is a twin engine instead of the, I believe it was a Bonanza. Anyway, single engine plane, uh, it is for sure. And, uh, yeah, it went down in a trailer park. And, well, you could just imagine, you know, explosions, fire ensues. Oh, yeah. So they'll they'll be digging through that and obviously investigating some sort of engine failure at least you know mm. at the very beginning is what they believe to be the cause there so you got that and just a few minutes ago i was telling you about well the department of justice and the fbi led by christopher ray talking about you know the chinese hackers and this is one of those stories that get it, it, it gets pretty deep just like the hackers have gotten pretty deep and, and I'll just give you a couple like, of examples. But apparently, the way that they're hacking in, they're doing it in a way where you as, a, let's say, a user, let's say a you know, utility company and you know it's water uh, purification or whatever, they can get into the system, hack their way in, and then be in there without there necessarily being anything present that the user would recognize as anything different. And and in fact, they don't. They purposefully don't do anything to disrupt what's going on. It's like business as usual, except that they have their malware in there. And then the theory is, maybe at a designated time, then they would do something, but they basically would be able to, if it's not stopped, kind of take over whatever system it is. And so this is very frightening. I also heard Christopher Ray say that, you know, if he put everybody from the DOJ that's, you know, on cybersecurity and all that, if he had all of them just focusing on the Chinese hackers, this particular group, that they've identified as Volt, V-O-L-T, Volt Typhoon, is what they're calling them. He said we would be outnumbered 50 to 1. What? 50 to 1. Oh my goodness. And is this part of the Chinese Communist Party? Yes. They're saying it is, it is mm. state-sponsored. And, folks, this is part of what, what we would call asymmetrical warfare. It is not typical warfare, and that's the toughest thing to be looking out for is ways of attack that are new and different that we might not be fully aware of or fully able to defend against, you know? I mean, and warfare changed through the years, as you know. I mean, Alexander the Great was considered an awesome strategist because with a much smaller force than the Persians had... You know, he defeated them. Then you've got the the Revolutionary War. You know, the British troops, you know, kind of filing and standing there. This is, uh, you know, this is a decorum. This is how we uh, fight a war. And it's like, uh, it's not how we're fighting a war because we consider you on our property. So that's when they use you know, more guerrilla type tactics, et et cetera. So war's always changing. And now it's done like 3D chess. You could have, you know, some attacks that are done militarily, but maybe not. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the simmering thing that's been going on for a while, especially with uh, between us and China. Right. So, you know, what expect the unexpected, I guess, is what I'm saying. And uh, there were some pretty dire warnings that uh, FBI Director Ray put out.
1: Well, you did the story of the other day on the changing of war. Uh, It's now more technical. It's more drones. It's not necessarily jets and tanks and, and large groups of armies. You get drones in all kinds of places doing all kinds of things. So you do the combo of drones, and then this hacking that you're talking about, take it out. Uh, what could be some of their targets ahead of time? There's a lot that they can do in a short amount of time.
0: Gee, what big deal is coming up soon? Would it be the 2024 elections? Because huh. China was able to interfere in Taiwan's recent presidential race, it's believed. Hmm. And Christopher Ray said that he believes China will at least try to interfere. It's a good thing Trump's got the Russians on his side. Wait a minute. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Too soon? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe not. <laughs> I don't know. It is seven fifty six, and you're listening to the Bob Rose show along with greg cassidy, ninety seven point three the Sky, Happy Friday. America stands with our ally, Israel. War. The
2: battle for the future of the Middle East. A fight against terrorism in Israel. There's
0: no justification for terrorism. Get
2: breaking news on the sky. The is released. From the river to the sea means there is no Israel. Hear about it first.
5: A ceasefire would be a benefit to Hamas. Rape pregnant women. That's
2: who Hamas is. Attacks on American personnel. Backed by Iran. Talk about it now. You have a lot of things to say. News Talk 97.3. New on the sky. Glenn Beck, right after the Bob Rose Show. On North Central Florida's Talk Leader. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton at noon. The Dana Show at night. New shows and more news now. now. On News Talk 97.3, The Sky.
0: That's the sound of the weekend. Happy Friday, my friends. It's 8.07. Your time check is brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always,
4: Yes!
0: Thank you, Todd Rundgren, for coming around every Friday and banging on the drums for us. We we appreciate that. What a guy. Yeah. And he knows, too, when, you know, when I'm going to talk more, yeah, he uh-huh. starts to kind of just back off and fade into the background. He's a like, professional, Bob. He, he's, he's a musical genius he's, if you want to get down um, to he's it. He's done this for years. Yep. 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 Oh, before I forget, don't forget to eat pork sausage today because... It's Groundhog Day. Thank you very much. Yeah, you know, I know it's getting old, but and, it's Groundhog Day. Yeah, but it's aging very well. Okay, so you got that going on. Oh, since it is Groundhog Day, and it has been since what, 1887? Yeah, really? It's it's something to do, I huh. guess. Yeah. Not a, not a, look. Other than uh, eating scrapple, what else are they going to do in Puxytony, Pennsylvania? Good point. Yeah. So that's where Poxitani Phil got his name and his start as a, well, you could call him a rodent meteorologist.
1: I don't know. No desire whatsoever to put on a pair of gloves and stick my hand in a hole in the ground and pull out a critter that's nice and comfy and warm and doesn't want to come out. How do
0: you think he feels about it? Right? Good point. Um, and, the, and the tryouts to become Poxitani Phil? Yeah. Well, that's not easy. Hmm. You've got to understand things like relative humidity. It's crazy. Wow. Um, Actually, um, let's see. He did what? He did not see a shadow. Correct. Okay. He did not see a shadow, meaning spring's coming soon.
1: Yeah. It's going to be 73 tomorrow or something. You must be right. In Pennsylvania? Well, no,
0: here. Oh. Who cares about? It's always <laughs> a paradise here, except for uh, yeah. August and September.
4: Yeah,
0: if I if I had my way, I would be broadcasting from a remote location in cooler, shaded temperatures, uh, on a mountain above thirty four hundred feet. But back to more serious issues, and I believe it's being taken very seriously, even though it's you know the Biden administration—a land of buffoonery. Yeah, but uh, uh, FBI Director uh, Christopher Ray come out and talked about this this group known as Volt Typhoon and they're apparently working for China uh, and the Chinese Communist Party and they you know have infiltrated some stuff we put some you know a stop on some of it but it is difficult to detect Mm -hmm. let's go to the Davis Gainesville Chevrolet Skylines and Rosebud good morning
5: Hey, good morning, Bob. Hey, uh, by the way, uh, in North Georgia they call them uh, gopher rats.
0: <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> kill up
5: they pop a Yeah, you hit them with a 22 pistol and they they pop like a dog on balloon. Uh but Vol Typhoon, I I back in my notes. I've, I've, this has been around for a while. Uh it's a embedded uh malware that would that the Trump administration and his newly formed Space Force found in a lot of these big uh transformers that were coming in from China for our our uh, power substations and everything and he put a thing out that he, you can no longer use
4: uh,
5: Chinese stuff in this country because uh, his his technical people found the malware already embedded it all they have to do at the time is walk up from what I understand walk up with a cell phone gee that, maybe that's why there's 25,000 uh, young uh, Chinese military age looking people floated into the country here in the last uh, few months with a cell phone and wake up the malware, and it shuts down the power substation. There's thousands of them all over this country. And when he did that, he made the, the, the electric companies put buy from um, other sources besides China. Well, guess what happened? Putin What's the first thing he bombed whenever he started. Him and, uh, and uh, the, the States? Johnny got into a little skirmish over there in Ukraine. The factory in Ukraine. the power substation. He he bombed their power substation. Mm. So what did Biden do? He said we got to give them the people are freezing over there. Gave them all this new stuff that was non-malware, and I say he he uh, quietly la- allowed them companies to start buying Chinese stuff again. It's in the water treatment stuff, anything that had electrical, uh, uh, computer stuff in it, and it's everything has it. They can just turn it off in a second, and this is a lot of propaganda. By by the FBI now because he's under fire. There's all kind of people coming across. They just what? La Jolla the other day isn't La Jolla where we have a a a Navy base and a bunch of them run up Mm -hmm. on the beach of La Jolla. That's a Navy base over there in the Mojave Desert. Six dead bodies found. They arrested five people. They were all like global citizens. Well, isn't that where uh, Edwards Air Force Base is? It's right there. I used to run through there at the edge of Mojave Desert. The same place they found that empty hopper with that was missing 60,000 pounds of ammonia nitrate, that stuff that goes boom. Where's all this stuff? They're covering their butts right now, making themselves look good because they're under attack by the Republicans in the House, and then they have the propaganda arm, and they have Google, they have Microsoft, putting out all this crap. It's just been found. It's been around. I, my notes, half of my book, it's, it's way back there, half of my book ago. So don't believe some of this stuff. And then they, with the AI now that, that uh, Google bought it uh, from um, uh, Musk, Elon Musk, him and his team, they built the first uh, supercomputer with AI, and it scared them so bad they sold it to Google for 500000000 million. I'm sure that and before they scrub it all out, you can find that. There's a lot of crazy stuff going on. We're in election year. we got to be very, very careful because the propaganda is going to go crazy. You people have a nice day. Keep the faith. I'll get off to Thanks for letting me talk. God bless America.
0: Oh, yeah. God bless you, Rosebud. Although I don't really like the picture you painted today, I wouldn't consider it very rosy. No. Yeah. I don't think so, but um, probably very accurate. One of the things, this is kind of interesting, right? So we got these Chinese hackers. Mm-hmm. I mean, you heard the serious nature of this, and this has been around for a while, and they're constantly developing new ways to worm their way in, pun intended. Mm-hmm. Um, in this case, they're kind of like, well, it, these hacking activities as of late, uh, the, it, they compromised uh, routers, okay? R- they got into routers. And they said, well, these were mostly older Cisco and Netgear models nearing the end of their operational lifespans. And, you know, that allowed the hackers to work in secret without security programs detecting their usual network traffic. These were called uh, easy targets. So you've got (laughs) what they consider at the end of their lifespan Mm -hmm. equipment. yeah, And it has to do with our, our water, our other utilities like power, electricity, oil, transportation systems. Okay. So were
1: they all replaced with new higher tech versions since they were at the end of their
0: life? Uh, that's classified, okay. Greg. I can't, can't give asking. you the answer to that. All right. Um Yeah, I mean they're working diligently to stop uh, this stuff and, yeah, they're going to have to replace stuff. Rosebud, what a great point. I remember mm-hmm. oh, yeah. exactly the stories uh, that he's talking about. Stuff that's already, like, embedded. Mm-hmm. It's embedded. And, and and yet Joe Biden, on one hand, what was he talking to? The auto workers up there? Yeah. Um, it said something like, yeah, yeah, we're back. We're strong. Uh, they said China was going to eat our lunch. Well, you know what they found out? Uh, 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 we don't taste too good. It's like what? Nice try, swing and a miss by uh, they're not trying to eat us, right? Yeah. You said eat our lunch. Right. But we don't taste that like, uh, you know what that is? <sighs> that that is a type of Freudian slip. China, yeah, I guess you could say they're cannibals. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They steal our technology and yep. stuff like that. Yeah. And we don't taste that good. Now our hair smells good, Joe said. Well, but we don't taste it don't really want him to know that. 8:16 on the Bob Rose show. Greg Cassidy is here. Groundhog day is here Puxatani Phil says summer Woo! coming on time. no more winter. We'll see yeah 97.3 of the sky.
2: Complaining on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram is not the same thing as getting involved in your community. The Dana Show. Sitting online complaining is not the same thing as electioneering. Now, nights, 10 p.m. on 97.3 The Sky.
0: Good morning. Happy Friday. Come on, weekend. Looks like another day in paradise is shaping right up. I like it. I thought you were looking out the window and actually seeing the weekend. It's close, I think. I can't see it from here, but I can from my my deck overlooking the lake. (laughs) I can actually see the weekend. I can feel it right now. See what you're doing there. Boy, boy, it feels good. A little sun on your face, but yet it's still a little cool and crisp out. I love it. Are you rubbing that in? Uh, I'm... No, not not intentionally. Okay, don't take it that way. It's a byproduct. I look. I just think uh, you know we're all very very blessed. If you yes we if you are. if you live in this country, yep, you are blessed. Don't take it for granted. A twenty two on the Bob Rose Show. Did I mention time check? Brought to you by Hayes Jewelers. where the answer is always yes. Did I mention it's Groundhog Day because it is. And I mentioned earlier a PBS documentary. It's kind of funny because I said they're actually calling it propaganda. Uh-huh. I I misspoke, and I've got to tell you, there's a lot of material and information that I try to cover, but honestly, sometimes you know you stretch the limits, and 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 Greg knows what this is like too. You sometimes put a little bit too much into the headline, ah. and you don't, because right. I can't read deep on every story. I already get here an hour and a half before we go on the air. Right. I already do prep the day before, right? and in the morning. I mean, it's just a, a four-hour show, folks. Um, most folks can't. Yeah, how many shows do you know that are four hours of talk? Yeah. Not, not playing music and all that. And it's not four hours of work. It's multiple hours of work. Yeah, in addition to the four. Um, and, and, and I pride myself in, tr- you know, yeah, trying right. to be up and always constantly searching for the truth, which has become more and more difficult these days. But so it is. There is a PBS documentary mm-hmm. that's going to be released this week that the January 6th Committee um, is putting out. Right now, Breitbart had this story, and I know we shared it at the time. When they were actually putting it together, right? Because they brought in the former president of ABC News, James Goldston, uh-huh. to film it, package it, put it together, to make it like you know, well, a, a documentary, but a documentary that clearly is meant to promote their idea and agenda, which is easy to do, sure, when you don't have any Republicans. On the actual January sixth committee, now there was a couple of bozos that have ours behind their name, mm-hmm. but they are not one's Liz Cheney and the yep. other one's at uh, Ken Singer
1: yep. out of Illinois. Well, the thing that they were creative with—they added sound, they edited video. I mean, we saw, we have seen A B back to back the things that they changed and the edits they made and how they were totally misleading.
0: Just think about, yeah, all the initial stuff coming out about January 6th and the clips that were utilized yes. by all of the media versus when Tucker Carlson released hours and hours yes. and said, if you want to see what was going on in the Capitol, well, here it is. Mm-hmm. And boy, does it paint a different picture, in my opinion. Yes. And this was, a you know, a dirty deal from the get-go from Nancy Pelosi. Look, the whole January 6th thing is a big, I don't know if you want to call it black flag or whatever, but... <laughs> If you believe that there wasn't a coordinated effort to pose some people as Trump supporters and create problems, oh my you're naive. Yeah. That's that's what's occurred. And then Nancy Pelosi, she rejected the nominees that the, the actual Republicans had put forward to be on the committee. She wouldn't accept them. You know how often that happens? How often do you think that happens, Greg, where uh, where know. somebody who is, at the time, Speaker of the House, so right. it's up to her to make the determination, right. how often do you think they reject the nominees from the minority party? Never no. is the no. answer. No. It's never, ever, ever happened before. Mm-mm. Never in American history. I mean, you put... You put your people forward, um, and Nancy Pelosi said, "No, I don't. I don't want any. I don't want anybody on this panel that won't completely try to destroy mm. Donald Trump." Right. Yeah. So who does she pick? The wow. two biggest Trump haters in the Republican <laughs> Party, I think, of all time. Pretty bad, Liz Cheney and that Ken Zinger bozo. Every single member of the January 6th committee opposed Donald Trump. This is an op-ed piece from Joe Pollack, who writes a lot of stuff for Breitbart, and he's done a lot of stuff. And testimony was initially held behind closed doors, meaning witnesses were denied due process since the other side of the argument was never really presented. Nor was any contrary evidence ever brought. Could you imagine that? Here's all the things stacked up against You or Mm -hmm. these people or whoever's involved. Well, can we present some evidence that questions the credibility of some of your assertions? No. That's not how we're doing it. They
1: almost tried to make it look like it was court. But it was a one-sided court
0: for sure. Yeah. A kangaroo. Oh, big time. (sighs) Ah. Yeah. They, they brought in a Slickster to really package this thing up. And he make did a it a great shine. Job. He did a great job. You say you can't put yeah. lipstick on a pig and sell it? Ugh. Well, he put lipstick on Liz Cheney and PBS is going to run it. So mm. there you have it. Mm. A28 on the Bob Rose Show. Uh, our friends Mark and Mark coming up with uh, a big announcement. That's about 30 minutes away. Right now, though, you're listening to 97.3 The Sky.
2: Trump. We're going to make this country so successful again. I'm not going to have time for retribution. Haley,
3: I'm not going to pull out because somebody wants to be coronated.
2: Sleepy Joe. I'm proud you have my back. Let me just say I'm honored to have your back. The sky is the station for election 2024. The most unbelievable election cycles. The latest breaking news. It is time for us to unite. This is a critical moment. Clean up a broken border. Scare the hell out of the terrorists. Your 2024 election headquarters. News Talk 97.3. The sky. Need to know. It's the worst illegal immigration in our nation's history. They're calling for the genocide of Jews. Let's continue to make Florida the envy of the nation. You need the sky. Download the Odyssey app. Everywhere. I can get all my news. News Talk 97.3. The sky.
0: I gotta tell you. Yeah. If you enjoy the show. Uh-huh. You just have no clue <laughs> of the extent of how no. clever Greg and I can be, bantering back and forth. Off now, the air, yeah, yeah. No. Now don't get me wrong; it would be torturing to the average person, but boy, oh boy, we entertain ourselves pretty well, don't we? Off if you don't chain. mind, let's uh, let's Abs- pat
1: ourselves on the back. Off the chain the creativity oh, and man, spontaneity. We're,
0: we're and, off the chain. Yeah, but the brother,
1: yeah. <laughs> what you said.
0: All uh, right, you want something light? Let's do something light. What you got? A Texas homeowner. Yeah. Thought he was, uh, you know, the victim of those uh, porch pirates oh, yeah. stealing stuff off your doorstep. Uh, How aggravating! I am, so, you know, we're fortunate where we live, and and uh, it has not occurred. It can't occur anywhere. I guess it doesn't always matter where you live. But yeah,
1: but where you live, when you catch them, they disappear. So, but anyway, it's
0: possible. Yeah. Um. But I would know about that I've if heard it is stories. true. Uh huh. So, a recently delivered package, missing, but a surveillance video shows an unlikely porch pirate, an opossum. Oh, no, really? Workers in the suburban Dallas-Fort Worth town of Southlake, I think that's a nice town if I have it right, uh, posted the video provided by the resident showing the pilfering opossum meandering across his porch after one thirty in the morning, eventually found the source of what it was seeking. <sighs> A box of cookies delivered by a family friend meant for the homeowner's son's birthday. The birthday boy only realized what happened when he found a bag of icing and an empty cookie box (laughs) in the side yard of the home hours later, and I'll burst out the tears for him if he didn't. The city posted the video on social media saying they hope it teaches people to bring in their packages when they are delivered. Mm. Instead of picking them up later, I, I think when that's possible. Yeah, but if nobody's home, we are dropping packages off. You know. But this happened at 1.30 in the morning, so it's kind of uh, like. Okay. And sometimes they deliver after dark. Yeah. And you, you don't th- if you don't hear them, you don't think about like. Yeah. But you know, Betsy orders so much stuff so often that shows up all the time. On it's day. worth checking yeah. the front porch before you go See, to bed. I, I would have thought uh, raccoon.
1: Before a possum, because they are they uh-huh. they use their hands, front hand, paws, hands very well. Oh, they can tie knots. Oh, they're they're little thieves. They're smart. They're creative. I had one scare me this morning. Came on the radio station. A big one jumping out of the tree. About thought we both were going to die.
0: If but, if, um, if if you're yeah. into RV camping or whatever, or you have dogs because they have a, a great dog park there, yeah. Fort DeSoto, yeah. which is not a state park. It is uh, owned by Pinellas County, so it's in St. Pete. It's on the water. You can see the Skyway Bridge from there. Oh. Nice. And, and, and they have beaches there, and, uh-huh. and they have a pier you could fish from. It's really nice. And we camped there one time, and the raccoons, they fished in my shrimp bucket, you know, on a rope right. that's uh-huh. out there, right. you know, past the mangroves yes. out there. They literally, they reeled it in, uh-huh. ate the shrimp out of it, and it has one of those like trap door things. Right. Like you try to stick your hand in there. Uh-huh. And you can't get the shrimp out, but they, they figured it out. And they opened up our cooler, which, you know, it was just a snap top, but I mean, Still, it was. figured out. But it was snapped, you know, hard. Like yeah. it took a, a amount of pressure, got in to the half and half, cut a small hole in the top of the half oh and half. Oh, my goodness. And it's, you know, the half gallon one, because I like half and half. Oh, absolutely. And guzzled it. Really? So they guzzled it, drank it. Then to add insult to injury. But wait, there's more. Left behind shall we say a movement? Yeah. <laughs> um, we were here. It was like yes. a PhD that was piled high and deep and it wasn't pretty. Really? I mean, it's the most I would ever could ever think that would come out of a little little an animal. animal that yeah. size. Really? That's hilarious. I mean, I've seen bear stuff. Yep. Clean deer stuff. Yep. You ain't seen nothing you've see mm. their stuff, and there must be certain berries or something that grows because it's you can pretty much what it looked like. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, no, they're,
1: they're smart critters. Fort De
0: Soto Park, Great Park. Watch
1: out but, for the raccoons.
0: Oh yeah, you. I mean, you got to lock stuff up tight. Hmm. I mean, literally lock it up. That's amazing. Um, so yeah, that's my that's my wild animal story versus the the possum. Yeah. And real quick too, I want to mention. Another story that probably won't have time for, but it's another porch pirate story. Mm -hmm. This time it's a kid on surveillance. I mean, a child, right? And but working at the behest of an adult, it looks like so. Sneaky, you know. Only the kid shows up on video. Sure. um, And then, wow! But they, you know, they figured it out. But it it, wouldn't that be nasty? Like That's to use awful. your kid? I know. Yeah. If you're going to do that, definitely use the neighbor kid. Don't use your own kid.
1: Oh, no. will trace them right back to you.
0: Ah, these criminals. Man, are they, they're, not, they're not very smart. There are some dodos out there. Yeah. So are the criminals? Well, I'm i am working this into some kind of slogan, but, uh, okay. uh, you know, uh, there's a lot of gummies leading to a lot of dummies. How's that? Uh,
1: I see what you did. Dummies
0: on gummies. That could be a show. <sighs> me not me? Oh, yeah. Bad boys, bad boys. What uh-huh. you gonna do, chasing dummies on gummies? Two, something like that. Had to rhyme. we we'll have to work on that. Yeah. Van Jones, political commentator, been involved in politics for a long time, and every once in a while, he he actually does keep it real. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. He's he is far left. Sure. But but he keeps it real every once in a while. CNN political commentator Van Jones said Thursday on CNN's Front that President Joe Biden has a big problem with the Arab-American community okay, because of his administration's support for Israel in their war against Hamas. Isn't it interesting? It's like the only positive thing that I could say he's done is he has at least appeared to stand strongly with Israel. But, and But then yesterday
1: you had Palestinian supporters that yeah. were, were picketing him. So... He's getting it from both sides, actually, right now.
0: Yeah. But uh, basically, he says he's got a big problem. And you know what they call him in the Ab- Arab American community? Oh, no. What's that? Genocide Joe. Oh, that'll hurt some votes. Yeah. Wow. What was the other one with Bush? Bush lied. People died. Yeah. Genocide Joe. That's
1: um, that's very clever on their part, though.
0: Uh, I guess. But anyway, I thought I'd, I thought wow. I'd give you that one. Yeah. All right. What else is going on? It's Groundhog Day. You might have mentioned that. Is there... I mean, there is no real reason to report it other than it's an American tradition that dates right. all the way back to, like, the 1880s. But other than that, mm-hmm. I, what, what is the track record? I, I probably should have looked that up. But I, I wonder, think 50-50 at best, I would say. And, yeah. and that's just the luck of the draw. Exactly. So. E- exactly. So, yeah. Um, if, if, if you're not getting, let's say, 70%, mm. it wouldn't be too terribly bad. You'd say that's better than guesswork. According to some numbers, we're seeing his
1: accuracy rate uh, around 36%. Uh, StormFax Almanac says uh, he's been right 39% of the time going back all the way to 1887.
0: That is one old groundhog.
1: No, I it's, don't know how we can even see. No, anything.
0: there's new ones.
1: What? Yeah. Next thing you're gonna tell me that we're not having
0: the same Santa Claus that we've always had. Look, they have tryouts uh, for all the local, all the uh, uh, local little groundhogs. Yeah. And all well, you have, oh, the only thing you have to require, you have to be able to use a uh, a green screen or a blue screen, right? So that you can you know, do the weather like a weather person. Uh, and you have to put your hand out, and you have to say, no paw. Okay. yeah, there's there's a high-pressure center that's coming across the Midwest. And if you can do that, that's how you get to be the next uh, no Puxatawney Phil. yeah. Oh, I, no, it's no a idea. very, uh,
1: yeah, involved. Now, apparently, of all of the used and, and known groundhogs, because it's odd that he's the most famous, because you've got uh, Staten Island Chuck. He's at 52%. But he doesn't get all the credit. Puxitani Phil gets all the credit. He's at the bottom of the list. You've got uh, Octar... What in the world? Octar... I don't know how to pronounce it. Orphy, He's in Pennsylvania. 42%. Jimmy the ground. Just Jimmy the Groundhog. Nothing fancy. Just good old Jimmy down yeah, the street. He, because he used to be owned by Jimmy the Greek. That's why. He's at 40. And Puxitani is at 36. Wow.
0: Yeah. So you're the most famous with the yeah. worst track record. Less than 50%. Yes. Wow. It's weird. They better find one with some credibility.
1: I mean, at least Staten Island, Chuck, he's at 52. That's Wait, over 50.
0: Hold it. I just figured out. Uh oh. When he gets it right, it's yeah. because he knows what he's doing. Yeah. You know why and when he gets it wrong. Why is that? Come on, man. That's climate change. I knew they got to him. Did you know I was going to say that? I did. I really did. Wow. And <laughs> I didn't even practice that in front of you. Oh. Telepathic. Yes. Yes, we both have ESPN. Oh. 845 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here the weekend. It's right over there. Happy Friday, 97.3 the sky.
2: He brings the brutal truth.
5: They're trying the left to
0: destroy Israel.
5: Mark Levin.
2: Hamas's
5: attack. Blinken saw it as an opportunity as they protect the Iranian regime.
2: 6 o'clock on 97.3 the Sky.
0: Eight fifty on the Bob Rose Show. Ten minutes till nine o'clock. Greg Cassidy in the house. Morning, Greg. Good morning. Any big plans? Weekend? Fun uh, times?
1: Uh, gonna hang out with some uh, friends tonight. So a little get together. That should be fun. The rest hopefully of the weekend, hopefully not in public. Uh, my, yeah no. my wife has not
0: informed me yet of the rest of your my yeah, rest of my events. Weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I know the feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, might get together with one of my buddies. Yeah. Sharice. Hey, Charisse. I won't pepper her with investment questions because she won't be working. But there is a billionaire investor that yeah. maybe can answer some questions for us. Really? His name is Scott Besant. Okay. And he manages Key Square Capital Management. Apparently, that's considered a top investment firm. All right. And this guy is very good at what he does. Right. Even though he actually worked for George Soros for a time. In Ooh. fact, he ran the Soros Investment Fund. Wow. Yeah. Can you imagine? But apparently endings. they had a very bad breakup because, oh. well, George Soros is very Soros-like, and mm-hmm. this guy, Scott Besant is much more Trump-like.
1: Oh, I can see that relationship not going well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, he is doing very, very well, hmm. and he has his own way of kind of playing the market, if you will. Right. It's based on Donald Trump. Are you serious? When Trump is doing well in the polling and it looks like he's going to win, yeah. the stock market does well. Huh. You know, recently there was there was one uh, big poll that came out that had Trump down right. a couple of points to Biden, and I, I hadn't seen one like that for a while, and yeah, then the stock market had a couple of down days. Now I don't follow it per se, day in and day out, but he thinks it's really there's, um, you know, there's a tie together well, there. Well, I can see if there is a correlation, but even if you
1: remember Donald Trump the other day made the reference point when the stock market was up. He goes, the reason
0: it's up. They know I'm going to win. I yeah, mean, he so, was kind of touting and, that in himself. Yeah, and this guy basically wow. is really on board with that. That's Trump also said at one point, if you reelect Biden, you're yeah. going to have a depression like 1929. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I Yeah, that's what he said. Well, but we also know
1: that the Fed and everybody else involved is going to do everything they can to make things look good for the next few months.
0: Well, this guy, uh, Bescent is a very well-known investor. On Wall Street, he put out a memo to some of his investors, and he correlated it with actual data that shows whenever Trump is leading Biden, the markets perform much more strongly. So it just wasn't just a theory. I mean, it still is somewhat theoretical, but he has some documentation for it. He 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 is able to put together what he would consider you know a pattern. Okay, a pattern that, that that yeah, huh? So the market is down right now. Uh, Like 82 points. Okay. And you know what's weird about that? We just had a jobs growth uh, numbers come out. I don't know if you, did you catch those yet? They're coming out. do you have to record that? After nine o'clock, they'll be. Well, they, they, they push some advanced stuff. Those
1: sneaky people.
0: Well, anyway, basically um, U.S. job growth unexpectedly jumps as economy adds three hundred and fifty. 3,000 new jobs okay that, that, that's that's a pretty healthy yeah. numbers I, yeah. I'm guessing that that probably exceeds uh, what they were forecasting and you'd say well Bob, that's a good thing that should be reflected positively in the market. Oh yeah no you don't mm-hmm. no you don't because yeah it's sad to say but whenever there's good news, Economically, mm-hmm. it it may help Joe Biden. Now, do mm-hmm. you so? Do you wish for doom and gloom and just dis- depression, <laughs> destruction, and all that?
4: Well, no, no.
0: But but if if Trump's polling numbers actually do have an impact on the market, and this guy Bissett, can can put it together and show you that, oh, I see where you're then going. Then can also you know mm-hmm. jobs numbers then have an effect too, saying. You know, the oh, here's 353,000, maybe, possibly, yeah. less people who maybe, you know, or maybe they hate Joe Biden a little less, or maybe they're more inclined to right. vote for him or support him.
1: We know how people feel can determine how they vote, because they've got a, a very short memory.
0: Well, and that goes along with, say, some polling data, like if you say, you know, if you just got a bill in the mail, mm-hmm. you know, of a medical bill or whatever, like 1600 bucks, yeah, and and then you get a call from a pollster. Uh-huh. How how are you feeling about your, you know, uh, right now, your personal finances? You'd be like, uh, they
1: suck. Yeah, right.
0: Yeah. Versus, you know, oh, you just got an unexpected bonus in your pay. Mm. And then they call you, you go, you know, things are looking up. See, that's the problem with yeah. Americans sometimes. It, it, it is. It, it is. And remember, it's only small amounts of percentages yeah. that you know, change the election or swing it, if you will, one way or another. And unfortunately, yeah, sometimes it could come down to that not-as-much-thinking, lower-common-denominator type thing. But anyway, I thought that was a very interesting story from a billionaire investor, Scott Bessent. When Trump is up, the market's up. And you could kind of play along. I'm not telling you to throw any money at it, but we can kind of play along and keep an eye on it sure see how that goes see if that theory holds up mm-hmm. over time it is is eight you're tuned to the bob rose show follow the sky go to the sky 973.com slash follow or just download the odyssey app a-u-d-a-c-y odyssey and you get the bob rose show podcast you won't miss a minute of anything so make sure you check that out Special guest at a very special event that does special things in the community for special people. It's very special. Stand by. 97.3 The Sky. Here's what's trending now.
2: On the sky. U.S. troops killed by Iranian proxy forces in Jordan. We will take all necessary actions to defend the U.S. and our troops. The news that's trending. They end every statement of we're going to defend ourselves. What Iran hears, let's see what we can get away with next time. The news that's now. We open the border. The president has more than enough tools at his disposal to stop it. We're doing what we can. Now, more news. Updates every half hour. Breaking news at once on News Talk 97.3. The Sky. The U.S. military carrying out another strike on Houthi rebels in Yemen. The rebels say they're acting in solidarity with the Palestinians. Affects us at home. We must combat all deadly ideology. News
0: Talk 97.3. The Sky. Yeah, baby. Woo. Weekend? Could that mean golfing? I'm going to give you an exact date for that. Hang on. It's 906. You're tuned to The Bob Rose Show. It's brought to you by Hayes Jewelers. Well, the answer is always yes. Yeah, baby, bang on that drum. Friday, beautiful weather, all kinds of things to participate in. But if you have to be a golfer or you just love people, then this is for you. Welcome, my friends, to hour number four of our get-together 9 o'clock stretch underway. And my good friends uh, from the arc of Alachua, Mark Swain and Mark Johnson, are here. We call it the Mark and Mark Show. We do this every year to get folks ready to remind them to kick off the 26th annual Bob Rose Golf Scramble. Can you believe it? It's It's amazing, amazing. isn't it, Bob? I think when this whole thing started between the three of us, we probably had 10 or 15 dark hairs (laughs) and maybe a few more of them even. And here we are. And I feel just as fired up about it now as uh, the day you guys uh, offered for me to for take it over from the uh, former sports host, there, Joe Gervin. So, yeah, I didn't do all twenty six years, but I'll take credit for the last—I don't know what—fourteen is it got to yeah, be something like that? Fifteen.
7: Closing in on
6: twenty. Sixteen. But... Yeah,
0: it's getting. Yeah, yeah. Pay attention, Mark Johnson. Get on microphone.
6: Gee,
7: Gray got mad at me over there. Hey, <laughs> all right. So, first and of we all, we
6: absolutely appreciate. Odyssey and Sky Radio and Bob Rose and your whole entire organization for taking Shepherd over this event, making it a success. I think people just need to experience what the ARC does once
0: and they are sold on all of it top to bottom. And I know that's what happened with the employees here because we've been to the facility. We've done some landscaping and a couple other projects out there. And everybody's hooked on it. Everybody asked about you and the clients. Everybody responds positively. I love, I love the work uh, that you're doing. I want to make sure that everybody comes out this year Friday, April 5th, Friday, April 5th marked it on your calendar and better yet get registered right now we've been fortunate and blessed in this community to sell out the event every year and and even beyond all the golfers which is great it's really the sponsors that really pull the revenue in so that we can do uh the great work of the ark and so mark johnson if you want to you know Give us some shout-outs to some of the fine people who have really put their money where their mouth is.
7: Thanks, Bob. I appreciate it. And and again, we want to thank Odyssey, Sky Radio, Bob Rose for, for being the, the voice and the face of the Bob Rose Golf Scramble. We want to mention Infotech, another premier sponsor. But we have dozens of traditional sponsors that have supported us for years. Assured Partners, Benny Keith Foods, James Moore, Renaissance Bank, Tri Eagle Sales, David's Barbecue, Hills Barbecue, Charity Golf International, Hawkstone, Radware, Renaissance Printing. They're just just incredibly warm giving generous sponsors. I also want to thank especially Tom and Bob Cousins at Southeast Car Agency. They are going to promote and support our whole in one uh, uh promotion on hole number eight bob that's where you usually stay yeah uh, and uh southeast car agency is gonna gonna uh, donate a car for anybody who happens to hit a hole in one at number eight
0: yeah they put me at number eight they can keep an eye on me because they have to have witnesses for the hole in one to keep it all official and stuff so that explains a yeah. lot yeah well actually it doesn't good <laughs> <angry>. <laughs> it's just not working hey let's just say when it's for a good cause some of us have a good time. We do have a good time. Absolutely. And it seems like the most important, all the golfers do. And we've, gosh, what do we, we're averaging about, 50,000 a tournament?
6: Every single year. And, you know, we have the people that we serve are out at this event. They also participate and have a good time. And it's really a celebration of people with developmental disabilities. You know, the arc of Alachua County, some people forget, but we've been right here in Alachua County serving people since 1966 in continuous operation, serving people with extraordinarily high needs, 24 hours a day, day in and day out, serving very wonderful people, living in the community and not in institutions.
0: can imagine as a parent, you want your children to live up to their human potential, and that can be a task. Can you imagine if you're developmentally disabled and you have a group of people that that is their goal, so that you can live a real full life and live to your potential that is so much different than decades ago, um, how it used to be done, right, Mark?
6: Absolutely, and that's what it's all about, giving people a fair fair shake at life, a fair chance, and making sure they're out in the community so they can do what they want to do and achieve things in their lives, just like we do.
0: Now, the majority of, of things are funded uh, through the state, but that's a constant struggle and a battle, because you've got people, you know, trying to live within a budget, and your needs constantly go up. The cost of doing your business, so to speak, is constantly going up. So this is one mechanism where we can help, at least, to fill some of the gaps there so we can do a little extra. The Bob Rose Golf Scramble helps in some of
6: those needs, right? Absolutely. Being self-sustaining is absolutely essential so our services can remain stable and secure and for now and into the future.
0: I invite people who may not be golfers, to find out more about Arc of Alachua. What a gem, what a treasure we have in our community that has been doing awesome work. And I know because I've been involved now, yeah, it's got to be close to 20 years. Uh, go to arc, A-R-C, arcalachua.org. And if you know a golfer, maybe you can surprise them, sign them up, and use that as a gift And if you're not a golfer, you can also make a donation. You can also volunteer. I know you guys put the shout-out recently, too, for volunteers. What's going on there, Mark Johnson?
7: Definitely. We usually uh, have about 35 volunteers that assist with putting on what is easily the most comfortable, relaxing, enjoyable uh, uh, golf fundraiser in the community. Our golfers have nothing to worry about when they arrive. Um, And anyone who wants to volunteer, anyone who wants to play golf, the great thing about being on your show, Bob, is that probably a week or two after we appear on your show, the thing is sold out every year. So I imagine we're going to have golfing slots uh, go quickly. People can go to Archalachua.org to look at our website and get all the details. Or people can call me directly. I like to take their money. You can call me at 352-246-3516. That's 352- 246-3516 Two four 6, 16. we'll get you started we actually already have about 25 26 golfers already and we have i think 17 of our 30 some odd volunteers uh, already because we have a lot of people that like to do it every year and and come out and if you just want to come out and, and participate in the silent auction or have lunch or dinner with us you can do that too
1: a quick question. Uh, are you still except, uh, looking for sponsors for some of the whole events or events throughout this? Uh,
7: we have def- people
1: that are actually asking me, even yeah. as the yes. show is on right yes.
7: now. Yes, we are still looking for sponsors. Again, you can call okay. me, Mark Johnson, at 246-3516. And we will certainly look. Uh, we're looking for whole sponsors, looking for event sponsors. Uh, you can even sponsor uh, the practice tee. You can Sponsor the 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 putting green, etc. So the scoreboard, um, and then we also need um, you know raffle prizes, coupons, gift cards, gift certificates, etc. And again, it's— anything kitchen sinks, old refrigerators, bring it out. You know Harley Davidsons, (laughs) right? There you go. Yeah. Uh, So it's Friday, April fifth. Friday, April fifth. That's one week before the Masters at Hawkstone. Golf and Country Club uh, here in Gainesville, and tee-off is at 1230. And um, what
6: a beautiful course.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, same words, immaculate course. Great food for every single tournament. It's been awesome, and I like it because that's how you start. You show up, you eat, you're you're on the links, and you don't have to give up your whole weekend. Friday evening? That's you right. know, yeah, a perfect ending to a nice Friday evening. Yep. The weather will cooperate. We're going to have a, a great time for a great cause. Once again, I'm looking forward to it. The 26th annual Bob Rose Golf Scramble for Arc. Go to arcalachua.org and get involved, gentlemen. Thanks for all you do. Thanks again. Bob. Thank you,
7: Bob. We appreciate it. All right, we're going to have some fun.
0: 9:15 on the Bob Rose show, we're about 30 minutes away from things that make you smile. Hang in there for that.
2: 10 p.m. nights. I'm not here to be nice. I'm a voter, and I'm dissatisfied with what I see my subordinates representing me in D.C. So if I sound mean, it's because I'm being American. On 97.3, the sky.
0: Toto, I don't think we're in Kansas anymore. Hmm. There, where the Chiefs are from? Where Where else do you connect uh, Toto, the word, other than the band? Oh, I know. That's... Toilets. T- Toto? Yes. You now go- you're gonna now you're gonna every time you see one, a toilet. What? You gotta go to the Toto? Is it's that a, what you're no, saying? it's a brand name. I've never heard of like it. Like American Standard? That one I've heard. Toto. Of. Never heard of him. Now you will now. Oh great. Wow. Can I get an endorsement out of it? <laughs> so from now <laughs> yeah. on when I see one, I'm gonna in my head, I'm gonna hear Hold the Line. Yeah. Because, you know. Yeah. And you, you need to you hold need to the hold line too. Line you read, read all the signs that say, you know, mm. talk about your aim, et cetera. Yeah. You get the idea. Absolutely. All right. And put the lid down when you're done. Oh, yeah, maybe not in public restrooms. No. All, right. All right. Good morning and welcome. 920 on the Bob Rose Show, along with Greg Cassidy. Your time check is brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. There's no way other than, in a, in a, a serious way, you can talk about a subject relating to school shootings. It's never, I mean, it's just, it's ugly from top to bottom. What is, I guess, new or different in... Many of the discussions we've had is that for the first time ever, uh, a mother and a father charged with involuntary manslaughter Mm. when their child, 15 at the time, was the shooter. This was the uh, Oxford, Michigan shooting that killed four a few years back, if you remember that. And uh, the mother's Jennifer Crumbly, they are their trials are taking place. Uh, separately husband and wife Uh, so there's there's that part of it and she took the stand in her own defense yesterday and she said she had no role in buying or storing the handgun that was used to kill the four students in 2021 and shifted responsibility to her husband quote i just didn't feel comfortable being in charge of that it was his thing Turning to jurors as she spoke, and this was the sixth day of her trial on those involuntary manslaughter charges, four because uh, four kids were slaughtered. Right. Uh, she took the stand after days of unflattering evidence about her meetings with staff at Oxford High School, an extramarital affair, uh, a deep concern about her horses after the shooting, and the emptying of her son's $3,000 bank account before her arrest. Yeah, it appeared like they were looking to flee. They had withdrawn uh, some cash. Uh, They were staying in a hotel. Um, They bought uh, burner phones. Oh, man. Yeah. It's
1: a weird scenario all around. It's
0: just, but yet, like you said, sad at every turn. And and it is interesting, too, because you've probably known, I've known, some very good parents who seemed quite attentive to their kids' needs. And maybe, let's say, they had three or four kids, and three of them were just like model citizens, but one of them had some serious issues of some type, and it's kind of like, wait, these are the same parents that raise these three other kids. Same genetics, same household. Yeah, yet... Oh. And I hate to use the term. no, I don't. I'll say it. Bad right. seed
1: but yeah, sometimes. I mean,
0: I mean, maybe that's too overly you know generalizing, but I think we all know when I say that yes. exactly what I mean. So I guess in this scenario, this situation, they're trying to determine, you know, if if the parents were really being parental.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: because if you look at the stuff that was like in the kid's backpack, had like had 90, nine, nine, 90 pages of stuff all about like shooting. Right, like shooting people, specifically yeah. pictures drawn. And, and, and on thing. top of that, he yeah. had a journal that was filled beginning to end and mentions, I believe it's a shooting, on every page of it. Yeah. So, yeah. And needing help, and his parents aren't listening to him. That he, in come in the journal, on. he claims that, yeah, yeah, my parents won't, you know, take me to see somebody. Right. He knew he had issues. Oh, he says, I'm going to shoot people up and, and wind <laughs> up in prison. Right. Mm. And she claims, she says, why well, you know, we had an open door policy. I, you know, I feel like he knew he could come to me or whatever. But, mm. you know. I don't know. Look, let's be honest. It's a court case. Yeah. She's fighting for, you know, uh, right. years of her life. True. And you've got a defense attorney, of course they're going to school you and and such. But I would say what I have seen, and I haven't seen everything, but what I've seen and heard of the evidence does not paint a very good picture of the parents in general. Um, and again, you know, you, you can't always just assign blame there. But in this case, especially, you know, the whole the whole gun thing and he even mentions i have access to the gun i have the kid does mm-hmm. i have access to the gun i have access to the to the ammo right and 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 uh, for some people tomorrow will be their last day alive basically he says
1: and then his parents are at the school the morning of and, and nobody has a good discussion with him checks out his backpack anything like that it
0: seems like school and parents failed here. And, well, in these many of these cases, what the uh, Stoneman Douglas thing, that law enforcement talked to that kid, what was it, at least 31 times, I think? Crazy. Um, so, yeah, and I'm thinking, you know, after one shooting happens, well at least now everybody knows you know what i mean now yeah, everybody's yeah, right. on high alert oh sure. now everybody is going to take mental health issues very very seriously mm-hmm. you know now the stigma will be removed parents won't be afraid to take their kids for for counseling or whatever you know this time they will you think that you think that but it just doesn't happen no. it is it just it, it is it's just a it's an incredibly awful situation And the only thing, I guess, we can try to do is, you know, what can we learn from it? How can we help to make sure, do our part, so that Mm -hmm. this kind of thing doesn't fall through the cracks? I mean, I'm sure there are cases where somebody snaps and they go off. Sure, absolutely. And people are completely shocked by it. They're like, that is so out of character. Mm -hmm. I just never would have suspected that. People closest to this person would say that. But where you have a case where the kid was crying out for help, literally, and the parents just did not follow through, they she even said she goes, "Well, he would get you know get a little anxiety before a test." Really? Okay. I mean, all you'd have to do is read a couple of pages. Yeah. Look, I, and I understand a parent not wanting to be too intrusive um, on their children. Your job. It is your job. And they're not your friends. No. They are your children. And and I'll just tell you right off, any way that you can snoop, especially if they don't know about it, mm-hmm. you definitely should do it. I don't care how great you think your kid is. No, you you might end up saving their life or the life of others or prevent them from making a really tragic mistake.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's awful on many different levels. on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. The weekend, it's right over there. You can almost smell it. Ah. (laughs) Mm, And your hair smells good too, Greg. Thanks, Brandon. (laughs) We're 15 minutes away from things that make you smile as well. Oh, uh, do I have to school people up on what that's all about? Oh, I will. Oh you will. Oh, I will. Early you need I'm to. Lay it down brother. I um, can't wait. All right. You're listening to News Talk 97.3, The Sky. Trending. Trending. Right now, on The Sky.
2: Adversaries like Iran taking
5: American lives. What response options is the president considering?
2: I don't think we need a wider war in the Middle East. As it happens. Defend ourselves from an invasion. Putting Secretary Mayorkas to the test with an impeachment. The News Station. Defund the police squad member, Corey Bush, under federal investigation. I have not used any federal tax dollars for personal security services. No. Updates every half hour. Breaking news at once on News Talk 97.3. The Sky. Of a new era. Even more of what you asked for. From your talk radio station. It's Glenn Beck. The Clay Travison, Buck Sexton Show. New shows and more news. Now on North Central Florida's Talk Leader 97.3. The Sky.
0: Try to keep it real, Cassidy. Yeah, huh? That was funny. Oh, man. That was funny. Good morning and welcome, 936. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Thanks for tuning in and supporting what we do. We couldn't do it without you. Oh, no. And it wouldn't be nearly as much fun. No. It is so expensive to live in California. Yeah. How expensive is it, Bob? It's so expensive, Greg. Thanks for asking. Yes. That yes. A multi-million dollar NFL football coach has to live in a trailer park. Excuse, excuse me? Nah, it's it's because he wants to oh, Jim okay. Harbaugh you know national champs University yeah. of Michigan right. uh, he got a big gig back yeah, in the NFL you. and uh, the Los Angeles Chargers is the team and he says yeah I'm gonna drive my RV down there yeah uh, hook up with a trailer park maybe uh you know maybe uh, so, RV park
1: nice. somewhere near
0: Disneyland yeah,
1: that's awesome
0: okay fun. A good for but wow yeah. I bet he's got a nice one. You think? I
1: bet. I got a, I got a good friend uh worked he's worked in radio for years. I've known him for I don't and know, He doesn't have years.
0: anything, but go ahead.
1: No, he so he retired, they sold their house, bought the whole RV okay. thing. Okay. Oh my goodness. It's I mean, I follow him on Facebook about the and it's the adventures. There's always something wrong, something broken, something happens. Like this does not sound
0: fun at all. Which, which, from personal experience, I, I can tell you that it's one thing that to know that mechanisms and things are yes. not foolproof and things are going to happen. Mm-hmm. That being said, where the real problem comes is when you try to get somebody to do service or fix it. Oh, yeah. These are the people that will tackle you. Oh, yeah. And they will sell you something or you're not leaving. I mean, they uh uh-huh. and well, they got you. And, and 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 you know what? Okay. We're all big boys and girls. Sure. However, if they would have put just ten percent of that same kind of energy mm-hmm. into actually taking care of the customers after they've signed on the dotted line, right. people would be a lot happier. And I and I know it's not just personal experience. But also being on a lot of these sites where people sure. are RVers and travelers, etc. Yeah. And I can tell you, it is not a few whiners and complainers. It is an ongoing theme, and it cuts across mm. the big guys and the little guys. Really? Yeah. So when I put that together with how difficult it is to get a campsite in Florida, especially if you want to stay at a state campground, right? that's why I sold mine. I'm like, this is not fun. Mm. This is not fun. Right. I mean, I had my RV 3 years, bought it brand new. Yep. And the floor rots out of it. Mm. Uh and you know, I kept it covered most of the time. Right. Wasn't abused. Mhm. Checked, you know, the seams this and that. Sure. And I I called my uh you know, my agent uh you know, and said, "Hey, is it <laughs> Yep. Well, first of course, I you know checked on the warranty and all that. Mm. Oh yeah, it's like I don't exist. Right. <laughs> then I, then I call insurance. I go, "Do I can I have any sort of a claim here? The water damage, whatever." And he says, "Unfortunately, no." Mm. Um, he says, "It's not going to make you feel any better, but I can tell you this." Um, he says, "Even in the very expensive motorhomes and other things, right. they many of the manufacturers, most of them, in fact, use the same like really cheap." materials really and, and i understand that hmm. you're up against a you know a weight issue oh, you don't yeah, want absolutely. this big sure. lumbering b- to be any heavier than it right. already is makes sense but we're talking about a toy hauler i mean i have a basically a thousand pound motorcycle i'm going to park on that floor
4: mm-hmm. and
0: that's what it's for that's what the trailer's for right right but yet the back wheel just about fell through the floor oh,
1: that's got to be so frustrating
0: Now, you know, I repaired it, and my skill set is not that great, and I I took my time. Mm -hmm. I put in three-quarter-inch marine-grade plywood and covered it with some nice flooring stuff, and if I do say so myself, I think I did a pretty good job. And if they would have said when they were selling it to me, you know, we recommend a floor upgrade. We have a model with, you know, the floor upgrade. Right. And, you know, it's another, let's say they even charge you $2,000, which is like way more than the differential would be in materials. But let's just throw that out there. Right. I think most people clearly would pay that. So they don't even respect, Mm. and I'm speaking in generalizations, I am sure that there is exemptions, um, but in very general terms, I just don't think that they really appreciate their customers. And I know a lot of people, they do just what you were talking about, Greg, your friend. Right. You know, hey, let's sell everything. Yep. Let's go on the road. Let's live life. Let's see it all while we still can, while we're young enough and spry enough. And, (laughs) you know, let's go do it. And these are people that are nearing or at retirement age or maybe even a little bit beyond. Mm
4: -hmm.
0: And, And so I guess maybe the theory is... Uh, once we get their money, we don't have to treat them well because, yeah, they're so old, they will probably they probably won't be back. I mean, I'm not saying that's how they think, but it certainly is how they act. It's not felt. And, and I feel bad if you are a legitimate person selling a legitimate product. Mm-hmm. It's You can't do anything necessarily about the service no, department. Not a bit. Or the construction in the first place. True. And like, you saw, well.
1: and like you mentioned the upgrade. Again, it's not going to cost any more labor to use better materials to upgrade at the time of production.
0: I mean, you think about the really important things. It would be like the roof and the floor. Yeah. Especially if it's a toy hauler where you know there's mm-hmm. going to be substantial weight and pressure on the floor. You're dragging it around the country in all kinds of weather. It stay dry. Just saying. Yep. And, and I can tell you, frame-wise, mm-hmm. mine was built very, very well. Okay. But, you know, the wood floor sits on the frame. Mm, There's that. Yeah. Yeah. Are you telling me there's not a composite material that they could use? Uh, I know there is. There's stuff that uh, you you make um, decks out of. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, right. Right? It's a composite material. Yes, it's more than wood. Lasts forever. Water doesn't bother it. That's a no-brainer to me. Are you kidding me? I just, you know that it's frustrating when I mean, I'm just the average guy, and when you see things how they're done in a whole area,
4: mm-hmm.
0: this Entire whole area, industry, yep. yeah, the whole industry, yep, and you're like, what? And, and and again, I don't know all of the manufacturers, and and maybe there are ones mm-hmm. that really do it right, and. If there are, good for you, and I hope you capture a huge segment of the market. Because <laughs> you should, and you deserve it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: They caught Hootie. Who? Hootie. Hootie. Like on the bullfish? Uh, that's who I think of.
0: Well, yeah, that's who they caught.
1: But then I also hear you know about the hooties and the hoothies and all that kind of stuff.
0: That's thing. why it's confusing. Oh, it's so confusing. Yeah, that's why I call them Houthis. Yes. The terrorist ones I call Houthi, even though yeah. that's not apparently the correct pronunciation. You don't pronounce the T-H. Mm. It's hootie, the hooties. Yeah. But who in America who's, you know, been alive for more than 30 years isn't going to say hootie and the blowfish? Exactly. And that's the reason why I have differentiated mm-hmm. because i knew this day was going to come unfortunately oh, yeah. i knew darius rucker was oh, going to yeah. run out of time yeah and get busted and he did he did he got arrested and it's just a minor drug offense oh, okay. but a drug offense in williamson county tennessee oh you know some areas yeah they don't, they don't put up with that Mm-mm. uh darius rucker fully cooperating with authorities He's 57 years old. He was arrested on two counts of simple possession and casual exchange of a controlled substance. They're not saying what it was. Huh. They're not saying... And you know what? When they say casual exchange... What's that really mean? Well, what what I would think of is you gave a prescribed drug Um, to someone who is not prescribed that drug. All right. You, You can't legally do that. Hmm. And because if you get caught, you could be in trouble. And we'll be talking about you on the radio if you're famous. And plus, if you're giving them something that's not prescribed to them, you either don't know how they're going to react to it. Mm-hmm. You're not a doctor. Nine times out of ten, there's not ever going to be a problem, but... It just takes once. Now oh, that's it. Yeah, authorities didn't identify the controlled substance. I, I just thought that was... Hmm. Kind of interesting, you know. If yeah, if your spouse has a headache, you'd give them some ibuprofen, right? If they had something else that you could address, but it was via prescription, I think. I don't want to speak for everyone, but I think some people would give that.
1: Sure, absolutely, sure they would.
0: Um, but that's probably not recommended, and uh, it's illegal. There's that. Yeah. You know, see, and, and, but there's also a punishment for following the law. If you read the fine print, like when I was traveling overseas, mm-hmm. they say in there, oh, if you're bringing prescribed medication, uh, you better ha- it better be the original pills in the uh, original container. Yes. It better have your name on it. Yep. I mean, it's like the riot act, right? Don't put it in a Ziploc. So, so you put it, because I have so many pills, I, I put it into my regular suitcase so it flies, you know, in the belly of the plane. Right. I, because otherwise, my carry-on would be full of it, Right. which kind of looks kind of funny too when you go through the <laughs> yeah. through the line. Um, right. And so, what happened? My bags didn't come for like six days. Right. Oh, I had blood pressure medicine, mm-hmm. stuff like that that you're not supposed to go cold turkey on. Right. I did, um, and you know, I got through it, but I was following the law. Right. And everybody else I talked to, they go, "Come on." Numskull? (laughs) You take you stick it all in one prescription bottle and you and you carry it on. Wow. He goes, you know, I've talked to some people, they go, I've been doing that for twenty years, and never once was it ever questioned.
1: Yeah, but I could just see you being the one and I get a call from some third world country, Bob's not coming, it won't be on the show. Bob was
0: smuggling illicit drugs. That would be the headline. At least that's
1: the way I'd read it.
0: You know, just well, I was the guy walking through Fort Lauderdale Airport with, you know, while the cocaine cowboys were running around free yeah. and and, yeah. and making billions of dollars and you know running race boats all up and down the coast, mm-hmm. they're picking on me because I've got longish hair, a beard, my zubas on, look uh-huh. like I was going to the gym. Yeah, they come after me. Wow, DEA pulled oh me right over to the side. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Wow. I cooperated fully that's smart then I got on that drug plane and left what What? no just okay. kidding okay really if I made money selling drugs would oh, I know. be in radio you now you wouldn't be here at all now. no no but I'd have a great tan yep or I'd be wearing orange
1: that's true too you wouldn't necessarily look good in stripes
0: hmm you got rules to share I do Or things that make you smile Oh, yeah. You do. Call in now for things that make you smile. Only upbeat, positive kinds of things. Count your blessings. Non-political. What? Non-political. What if I hide it in a
1: political Trojan horse? No, please stay home and off the phone. What if I say it makes me smile? Hillary, you got hit in the head
0: with a rock. No, negative. Okay. Not acceptable. All right. You've been warned, people. Smile. <laughs> 949 on the Bob Rose Show. <laughs> Things That Make You Smile is coming up next, brought to you by Robin Larson Dental. Call in now, 877-975-9825. Sean Hannity. Well, everybody on Fake News CNN. Hates Trump. Three weekdays. But
2: yet one thing they've not been able to accomplish, separating Donald Trump from the support that no other has. On News Talk 97.3, The Sky. Tell me.
0: Day in paradise and a wonderful attitude of gratitude. It will take you very far in this here life, I believe. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show along with Greg Cassidy. Time for things that make you smile. Brought to you by the best dentist in the whole world, Robin Larson Dental. Call in now, non political, upbeat thoughts. I know you can do it eight seven seven nine seven five nine eight two five John, what's making you smile? Do we lose him? Let me hit it again. John, oh, I'm what's... Here. there he goes. Go ahead, John.
1: Hey, you guys rock.
3: What makes me smile is when my wife gets her citizenship after 11 years. Hallelujah.
0: Wow. Patience is a virtue. Sounds like a very virtuous person. Congratulations. That's great news. Let's go to Mark. What's making you smile?
6: Hey, good morning, Bob and Greg. After your public service announcement, I was able to successfully touch base and call uh, Mark Johnson to volunteer for the Bob Rose Golf Scramble. Mm -hmm. I told him. Yeah, because I want to see Bob's gold medalist 350-yard drive, and then he explains that all you do is schmooze like Greg at hole number eight waiting for someone to hit a hole-in-one, but I'm in.
0: <laughs> oh, fantastic. Th- thank you. Thank you for volunteering. That's great. I could drive 350 yards, but <clears throat> what a toll it takes on the uh, the golf cart. But um, All right. Um, are we going to fit somebody else in real quick? Oh, reminder. The... Um, Annual Sporting Clays event for the Ronald McDonald House is scheduled for Friday, February 16th. It'll be at the Bradford Sportsman uh, Farm, two flights, 9 and one thirty. For more information, look up Ronald McDonald House. Great cause, great time. Mike, what's making you smile?
3: Good morning, guys. Great show as usual. What makes me smile as is often as is, is it does, um, it'd be eight years ago this month that I lost my high school sweetheart. We got married in 81. I lost her seven or eight years ago, so that's what makes me smile, thinking of all the great times we had
1: together.
0: There yeah, yeah. you go, focusing on the time you did get to spend together. I like that. That's good, yeah. All right, good stuff. Thanks for participating in Things That Make You Smile, brought to you by Robin RobinLarsonDental.com. Don't go away, we're not done. Coming up next, The Smoking Gun, brought to you by Lawful Defense and Shoot GTR.
2: Misinformation, whether it's from the mainstream media Or your brother-in-law's Facebook posts. You need the sky to cut through the static of election 2024. Every move.
3: Day one, I will terminate every single open border policy.
2: Every candidate.
3: They wanted a new generational leader. We have to pass universal background
2: checks. Your election headquarters. If we don't win, I think our country is finished. News Talk
0: 97.3. The Sky. Time now for The Smoking Gun, brought to you by Lawful Defense and Shoot GTR. A Maryland Postal Service worker said he was having an exceptionally bad day in the office. So on his way home, he stopped at a gas station to buy a lottery ticket, maybe brighten up his day. Well, one of the two quick pick tickets for the January 22nd drawing uh, matched uh, a few of the numbers. And he was like, wow, it was so close. He thought it was like one number short from, you know, any real payday. But no, wait. He did end up with four or five numbers, including the Powerball. A scan of the ticket confirmed $100,000. So he had a very good day after that. He's going to pay off some debt and enjoy life as him and his wife are getting very close to retirement. I like it. That's nice. Yeah, something good happening is your smoking gun. Brought to you by Lawful Defense and Shoot GTR. On behalf of Greg, I'm Bob. God bless you and your family. Have a great, safe weekend. See ya.